This episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. And while many people know what Blue Apron is, not everyone knows about what kinds of meals you can get from Blue Apron, like strip steaks and potatoes, spicy mapled collard greens, a steakhouse-inspired favorite with a delicious twist, chili-infused maple syrup. That sounds delicious. With incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes, Blue Apron lets you see what the power of food can do. Blue Apron delivers fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. The menu changes every week based on what's in season, and it's designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. They offer 12 new recipes each week, and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what fits their schedule. Blue Apron sends out only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. Blue Apron is treating Smoking Tire listeners to 30 bucks off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash tire. That's $30 off your first order at blueapron.com slash tire. Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your Blue Apron uh, order at uh, blueapron.com slash tire. I am, uh, I'm excited for this, guys. I love cooking. If you follow my Instagram, you see I cook a lot. And the best thing about Blue Apron is, uh, you don't have excess. So you don't have waste. They give you the amount of food and spices and everything that you need to make a meal. Uh, and, and you don't have any extra, you're not throwing away half an onion. You're not throwing away half a pepper and half a thing of chicken stock. You, you know, they give you what you need and they don't have anything to waste. So, from a Californian, it's uh, it's good for the environment. BlueApron.com slash tire, $30 off. Mechanican.com, that's M-E-C-H-A-N-I-C-A-N.com. Mechanican. You double the can. Mechanican.com. It's a social network for car, truck, motorcycle enthusiasts, anything with an engine. Mechanican's got it for you. It's got the similar fo- functionality as most social networks, so you create a profile, add followers, create or join groups, and direct message people. But what separates it from other social networks is the garage and projects features. In the garage, everyone has the opportunity to showcase anything they own with an engine. Throw any car or truck you have in the garage and showcase what you love about the car by writing info and posting photos and videos. In the projects section, each person gets the opportunity to share with their followers and the public anything they're personally working on or someone's working on for them. They want to share how they installed a supercharger in your BRZ. Projects allows them to create a project for the install and write out detailed information of how they performed it, share it with the world. Mechanican.com. That's M-E-C-H-A-N-I-C-A-N.com. Check it out. It is a new social network for anything with an engine. Mechanican.com. Are you searching for a vehicle? Do you want a new vehicle? Are you just one of those kind of late-night internet for-sale ad browsers like yours truly? Here's what you need, folks. Autotempest.com. Autotempest.com is a one site that searches all the top car listing sites in one place. Cars.com, eBay Motors, and more and more. All the kind of sites where you'd have to open like seven tabs at once. Um, this does it all in one place, uh, including many individual dealers that list with Auto Tempest and private sellers. Uh, you can compare the results from Auto Trader and all of Craigslist uh, all over nationwide, not just the 200-mile radius of your city. So you can find the exact car you want for the best price without wasting a ton of time browsing all of these different sites. Um, it, it just 
it saves you time. It puts it all in one place. It puts it all in one tab, and it saves you time. And when I'm uh, when I'm thinking about how to blow my money. I start at autotempest.com. Um, they have been a great sponsor of this show, and so we are happy to have them. Lastly, if you're into watches, uh, as I am, I am super into watches, Cameron Weiss, uh, the watchmaker and CEO of the Weiss Watch Company, and myself have a new podcast called Watch and Listen. Uh, it is all about watches. Uh, we're five episodes in right now. It's great. This week is celebrity chef Tyler Florence is on the program talking about his watches. And if you wanted to learn more about watches, get into the hobby, um, or just, you know, hear me and Cameron Weiss ramble about nerdy watch stuff for an hour every week, check out the Watch and Listen podcast. It's available on iTunes podcast. It's available all the places you would get podcasts from Android, uh, or it's available at shoutengine.com slash watch and listen. The and is spelled out, watch and listen. And uh, also check out all the Smoke and Tire social network feeds. We post them. Uh, we post them there too. And now, uh, let's get into it. This episode of the Smoke and Tire podcast. We've got um, a great friend of the show. I don't think we've ever had him on before, but we're certainly going to have him on again. He is uh, the co-founder uh, and uh, and uh, just. Great brand representative for what they do over at 1552 Wheels. Um, great fun guest. This is a really good show. Let's get into it with uh, Mr. Matt Crook. Ooh. What's up, kids? Here we is. Here we is. Smoking Tire Podcast. Episode, I don't know, three hundred and something. <laughs> we're I, we're in the low, we're in the low threes, the three aughts, as it was. We're doing well over here. Welcome to the show on a weirdly foggy and cold afternoon in L.A. We are chilling, some Lagunitas, and Matt Crook. That's right, Matt Crook of fifteen fifty two wheels is in the building. Yeah, what's happening? Oh, just um, Welcome. it's kind of a yeah. It's been a crazy, been a crazy last year of just roller coaster rides, and uh, it's kind of bleeding into 2018. But I see already some, on yeah. January 5th or whatever. It is, of course, it's already, well, in the it, automotive world, right? People, I, I'm still planning for 2018. Are right, you theoretically because it's it's not actually here in terms of like any sort of automotive. Yeah, uh, everybody's got their cars away for the winter. The only guys who, really here in Los Angeles. Well, not here in Los. We Angeles. We drive our cars all year, yeah, bro. While I love Los Angeles, Los Angeles is full of full of laxadays people when uh-huh. it comes to car shows, right? Because and Asians. They, well, lots of Asians, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, but they like wheels. They drive their cars, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, they wake up. They can wake up at 7, and I don't want to go to the show. I'll go to the one next weekend. Right? Yeah. But everybody else, they, they, they wake up. When it's spring, I mean, they're hitting every show, doing everything that's there, spending every single dollar through. Oh, so you're yeah. saying the, the, the driving of the cars is there, but not the enthusiasm. Correct. I know where you're going. Right. So other cultures that aren't California Correct. have a driving season mm-hmm. and then a modifying season. Is that what you're, is that where you're going oh, with Oh, yeah, for sure. But the, yeah. the heavy stuff, the heavy modifying is done during winter, right? That's what I mean. So, yeah, the modifying season. Right. Yeah, but yeah. wheels are always like, oh, I got to get wheels on the car. So mm-hmm. it's always going to be the, 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 you know, the kind of last piece of the puzzle, right? Your business so, is all done in the week before SEMA. Yeah. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Oh my gosh. Yes. No. Well, let's SEMA. take it, let's, let's take it back before yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a, we're talking, we're looking at days here. Let's yeah. bring it, let's bring it way back. Yeah. Let's go back. Where's Matt Crook from? Matt Crook. I, I'm 
just outside of Los Angeles. I'm, You're from I'm, here. I'm actually one of those weirdos, you know, that's actually from. There's only one. Yeah, no, really. I mean, right? You go to a show and it's, all right, it's from Los Angeles. And like three people raise their hands and <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of, you know, super confusing. But I yeah, hear that is... in 1992, there was actually seven people here. Yeah. Everyone else just got here no, since then. It was, it was rough when there were seven people. I mean, going through high school, it was just a. It was like it, you and Dave. Yeah. That no, was really it. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. It, it, but we're here, you know, Scotto came in and then everything went to just, you know, went to Yeah, you, you know. it's you and Scotto have a long history together, which is Yeah, I've known Scotto since the 90s. I mean, tall Scotto's, bearded folk. Guys with like 12 cars and none of them run. I just came over <laughs> in, a, in a in a in a rental car, you know. Did a you Jeep, really? Jeep Renegade Trailhawk. Is there a sadder vehicle Yeesh. out there right now? It's not. The Dodge Journey. Perhaps. The Journey's, yeah. Yeah, I, that could have been bad. Well, it was like, you know, Hyundai Elantra or the Trailhawk. I just had to try it. I had to try it, right? It's kind yeah. of like one of those. It's like, it, I don't know. Why are you in a rental car? Uh, come on. I've got way too many cars. And I, how many of them run? Uh, none, right? Well, okay, hold on. I've got one. Well, my wife's car just blew up. Her brake booster just went out. It's a European car. What's your newest car? A uh, 2004 VW Touareg. Now, okay. immediately when you say that, you understand why... I don't have any vehicles. Yeah. I also have a 2004 GTI that my wife's currently driving. Um, and, Except uh, it doesn't have a brake booster? No, that one has a brake booster. Oh, it does. But the okay. downpipe just separated from the exhaust. So she's driving to work and and pulling up with just, tur- you know, the turbo. It sounds like a diesel with no exhaust. She pulls up all of the owners of MGM president looking at her like, who's this kid with this modified so 19 inch wheels? You know, I mean, you know, I want to believe that I like newer cars, but. You, the ones you have just, aren't new enough. That's the problem. Yeah, You're right. the, car, but, the new cars see, you have are old cars. But that's like me and Scotto, right? But those are new cars to me. See, me and Scotto are like this. We just, oh, none of our cars, we should buy another one. Well, if you're going to buy one, buy one of those, you know, those cool cars that you wanted 10 yeah. years ago that are now that are now cheap. I know. I've, right? I've been through the Fox body yeah. rabbit hole. I know. Yeah. I have the world's most expensive cheap Fox body. It's, it's you know, that's it's life. The, that's the best though, right? Yeah. I mean. It every, is the best. Every car I have is cheap. I haven't spent any money on any of my cars. They're all going up in value, which is great. Well, but, that's the thing. That's you know? the that's the good part about buying cars at minimum cool. Right. We talk about that a lot. The cycle, you know, it's oh. like new car cool, enthusiast cool, minimum cool, ironic cool, right. and then back onto enthusiast cool. Right. And the thing is, when I start, everybody's, I'm an idiot. Until all of a sudden it's cool. All of a sudden I'm you're real a genius. Cool. All of a sudden they're like, yeah, this guy's a baller. Yeah. Seen, you know, uh, nah. Not, not. Oh, a dude! Bar, if you bought a nine six four turbo in two thousand and four, yeah, you were a moron. No, I know. <laughs> now, now, who, look who's laughing. I know. Scotto. I mean, I bought one. I Did got, you? Do I, you have a- I have a nine sixty five. Yeah. Do uh, you really? I, I bought it six and a half years ago for uh, ninety five hundred dollars. Fuck off. Yeah. How broken was it? Uh, no engine or no transmission. Oh, significantly broken. Right. So it's a little <laughs> bit broken. But does it? But you know it what? Run now. My dream car is not a nine sixty four turbo. My dream car is a three point eight RSR. Okay. Um, but if I had the whatever millions of dollars to buy a three point eight RSR, what would I do? I'd modify it because I don't want to stock three point eight <laughs> RSR. So yeah. then I'm just stupid. To, you know, it yeah. that doesn't work. So my actually my dream car is what I'm building. So we're putting together a, I just picked up a 960 or 993 bottom end, 964 mechanical top end. We're going to go through it, do a bunch of different stuff. Kind of and that's like, going in that engineless car? Right. Awesome. Yeah. So you get a wide body with a big NA motor. And a sequential gearbox. Oh, brief. really? Yeah. So oh, fun. So kind of just, this is my dream car, right? It's kind of uh, next to the Ferrari F40, which has become just unbelievably attainable uh, or unattainable. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, um, you know, even in a million bucks, it's, it's still a buy, isn't it? Right. That's fucking crazy. It just, I can't, it, it makes no sense. Well, it makes sense. Sorry. It makes sense. It does. That one, sorry. You ever drive sense. one? It makes sense. Yeah. That, I mean, just, not, it doesn't always, but it, that one you have a sense. go in one of those. I went as a passenger. I couldn't. You may have trouble. Have you gotten in one before? I don't fit very well. Your right leg, right? Yeah. My right leg I, doesn't fit. 
Like actually, it's like many cars. Actually, so disappointing. Airplanes, roller coasters. I drove a uh, this guy down in Texas, ATS Racing, built a 308 with a big single turbo on it. Really? And it makes like 570 at the wheels. I drove that, and I imagine in a in a straight line at least, that's kind of what okay. an F40 will I'm be. I'm all about it. I, I just there's something about that car. I mean, just about the F40. There's a lot of things about the I, F40. I, I know. There's a lot of things. But it's like the one thing, because there's so many things, it's, it just becomes one thing. I just don't even understand how to actually explain the car. That just, real, I mean, it was, that was pretty race car-y. It's just amazing. Yeah, especially like in Europe with the Lexan windows and shit. <sighs> shit was dope. All carbon, the wing was attached. Like, you couldn't take the wing off. It didn't matter if somebody said I didn't like it. Unless, unless you know. That is true. You know, you're somebody that could, wanted to cut up what's, an F40. Cr- but. What's, uh, I'd say it's more baller to have a wing that no one can take off than it is. Right. That after Lamborghini added one is like a gag. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they say in the movie it'd look nice, so we put it there. <laughs> add some fender flares. So, uh, oh, so, should we go right into the huge dollar? I drove that Gunther Works thing. You seen yeah, that car? I just rode. I just rode. You just have a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I was actually blown away by the car. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, it's actually a. It's actually a, it's a lot for the street. I mean, you push that button, right? Oh, you push yeah. the button. Did you push the, 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 the turbo button? button? The sport button. The, it's like, dude, that's like kit right there. Man. <sighs> I, was, I didn't know if I was gonna. It was just gonna like go faster and just blast off. I don't know. It does have a sport button. Yeah. This, so the, the, I we talked about it on last week's show. There it is. Tiff, Tim, like that's a good a good photograph, Timmy. That shows the front fenders. So these guys uh, just so these guys Gunther works, which is actually uh, Vorsteiner. It's the right. guys who make Vorsteiner. Yeah. Um. And then then with Joey Seely, yep. uh, Emotion Engineering, and then Roth Sport, who built the engine. Yeah. So they basically took this 993, uh, remade the entire body minus the doors in carbon fiber, but they widened the front track to be even with the rear track, yes. which is crazy. Do you have a top shot? Can you find can the you above find, shot? The, the that above one shot? right there shows it. Well, yeah, we didn't have a straight over. There was, there, there is one. Is there an overhead there. shot yeah, somewhere? And, and oh, there's one on there on Gunther Works' website, Tim. There's a direct s- overhead. Just the shot is so nine five nine. Just the way that the, right. the, the fenders and the humps are. And then if you actually look at the rear wing, it's very from the top view. It's very nine thirty five. It has this Moby Dick feel to it that where the wing kind of comes back with the fenders. And as a designer, it's just. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It, it, it Scroll did down such there, a good Tim. job with the Keep car. Going. And it's, I, it's on this page. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's just. It's, it's done right. I mean, look that's at it. Look at that. The fenders so, and the wing. I mean, that's so cool. So as it shows in this image, for those watching, the front and rear track are now 63 inches wide. And that's that's measured from the center of the front wheels and the center of the rear wheels. It's not a square stance, so it's not like it's running 315s at all four corners. It's 245 fronts and 345 rears. But they push that front track well out. And so... The rears, rear track of a brand new GT3 RS is 62.6. <laughs> and this is 63 at the front and the rear. Uh, it then has electric power steering and electric air conditioning, which is pretty neat. Um, Joey set up the chassis, and Joey was on this show. You want to hear him talk about Porsche chassis. He uh, knows what he's doing. And then the motor is a 4-liter Roth Sport air-cooled. Uh, making 430 horsepower, and the car weighs 2660. It rips. Um, I put up a video last night just of me driving it silently down the canyon at uh some pace, silently. and it was yeah. it was f- delightful. It is. Uh, it's just such a good. It's so it's so easy, but man, when you lay into it, it's very very fast. It's insane. It's glory. It was glorious. Allegedly, now I didn't. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> a driver that looks suspiciously like me 
not me, but someone who looked really awfully a lot like me, was uh, paced down a certain canyon road only uh, in a section five and a half miles long, only five seconds slower than the brand new GT3 RS. Wow. Guy looked a lot like me. Definitely, definitely not me. No, but no. He resembled me in certain ways. But um, so that car, uh, there's video of it, don't worry, and I'm writing for Run Track. It, it's, oof. It is. It's half a million bucks, but goddamn, that's a car. No, it is. And I guess they're planning on producing about 25 of them, right? I think they're sold out. Right. I that's mean, what I, Peter said. I believe it. He said they're sold out, which I is crazy. It. The wing, I don't know about the wing. It's not my taste. Right. I guess, but they're offering different. You can get different. You can get ducktail. Right, he said you yeah. can do ducktail if you wanted. Look well, at see, that motor. I, but I love the wing. Because it, it's. I totally understand what people do. I mean, the, the you know, the. Just it's very like is, dimensional. Like oh, there's a lot fits going the on. The roof line, the top. He said it was from the 997, I think GT3 or 991. It's from uh, no. The wing is from a well, the vertical 993 or the horizontal, you know, plane. Like, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it, that's I guess that's from a you know I don't remember exactly which. It's from one of the newer Porsche GT3s. That makes sense. RS or whatever, and uh, but the just. It's kind of a uh, – normally you don't change things like that. Like the things that they're doing is not okay, right? Like Porsche has yeah. this awkward line where it's like, oh, yeah, man, you could totally go – whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, man. Did you just change something that's not Porsche? Yeah. You know? So there's this awkward line you have to walk whenever you're building a Porsche where like, that's cool. That's, that's not cool. Oh, that guy's over. You know, just <laughs> – yeah. I mean – there's this awkward purity or purist type thing going on with the Porsches that has never been there for me, especially in modifying cars. Because yeah. I mean, for whatever reason, you know, there's just and I understand it because even for me, there's this pure aspect. I don't want to throw an LS in the back of my, you know, SC. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd probably be fun. The but, aftermarket but, in general is frowned upon. Like it's okay yeah. if you put stuff from other Porsches in there, of course, but don't take it outside the company. Yeah, you no, know, and that's I and know that's, what you mean. There's just this weird thing there, and I think that. In modifying a wing like that for the car, they did such a good job of how it fits the body lines of the cars. It, you know, it's it's very nine. It's not bad looking. It's just Evo. very uh, extroverted. Yeah, I would. I, my taste personally, I'm like just I dial it back a little bit. I would ducktail it. Right. Just my taste. Yeah. But it's not like ew. I just think it's right, right, it's, right. it's highly extroverted. It is. In fairness, like I got a friend who's got one of those nine nine three RSs, like the the. The, the Euro ones. Okay. You know, he's over in England. And yeah. He's got one. And I don't particularly like how that one looks either. And that one's yeah. right out of the factory. So, I mean, I'm sure it does something. Yeah. It do, it, well, I mean, yeah. Definitely does something. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Unless they're like Lamborghini and then it doesn't. Right. <laughs> but I like both, right? I mean, I'm, I'm doing, I mean, my, well, my SC right now doesn't even have anything on it. Was that but, your black one? You no. Know, yeah. Go back to, go back to, uh, that is, that's nice. Pull that up. And that was from, uh, Ultimate Porsche magazine. So I got par- partial outlaw build. It's Ish. it's a it's a beater, um, but just awesome. I mean that, that this car is just such a cool car because I can just drive the piss out of it. I don't worry about rock chips, door dings. I mean, there's oxidation all over the car. It's just it's just fun, right? I, I get I get the to enjoy a Porsche like most people don't get a chance to because they're yeah. so damn afraid of a rock chip. Well, the good thing about cars like of this of that period with these 911s is like they're kind of like just good, honest cars. You know, yeah. there's nothing individually extraordinary about them but certain people place them in lights that they are something that they aren't you know what i mean right. so like it's like with my my fox body like I, that car it's like just dirty enough and you know it's like the right line we're like yeah. i'll go out and beat the shit of it and i don't care there's rock shit whatever it looks used and enjoyed yeah. not n- not taken care of like my engine that's my that's the engine bay there it was from up there um 
So I mean, it's, oh, ITBs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's fully. Hell it's yeah! Got, you know, high compression. What kind pistons of motors in that? It's a three liter with uh, high compression uh, Trom pistons. They're uh, eleven to one. With uh, you know the Borla TWM throttle bodies, That's a good looking motor, my friend. Thank you. Is that is that a carbon fiber like fan housing, or is that just the picture from this far away? It's actually a raw fiberglass. Oh, oh, so cool. It, like the RSRs. So yeah. with this car, what that what I wanted this car to be is nine seventeen Group Four, kind of this 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 inspired car that. It's a, it's rough around the edges, but oh. when you get into it, you really, it's on full, it's on, uh, KW Club Sport 2A adjustable coilovers, no more nice. torsion bars, uh, you know, full front mount oil cooler, um, you that's know, Matt got, Crook on Instagram, C-R-O-O-K-E. E. If you want to check out the these e. pictures. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's a race car. I mean, full limited slip, short ratio steering rack, you know, the Recaro Yeah, seats. but you street drive that car. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so much fun because I just, it's just everything you want it to be, and and, and you don't have yeah. to worry about it. I'm 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 gonna end up have, with like a dozen 911s, yeah. and I definitely want to have one that has fucked up paint, you, you know, and like and is kind of ugly for sure. Just the story. I mean, this car was at yeah. SEMA. I took this car to SEMA last year. Which I love that. Shit. Obviously, is not a SEMA car. No, now I don't know, and dude. I saw some. I saw cars that I were know. like fucking. You know, people just brought out like a roll cage <laughs> with wheels on it. You know, you yeah, saw, saw some yeah. weird survivor, you the, know, shit. The expectation of a Porsche is always something. I mean, it's like a hot rod, right? You've got the derelict cars yeah. and, and from Icon. You got like different stuff. Chuckles Garage brought out his. I mean, I saw that, that that uh, that F-100. Safari car. Oh, the Safari. The yes. Chuckles. Chuckles bit. I heard oh, that yeah. guy. I, I don't know that. that guy, but I heard he got fucked in the fires. I heard yeah. he had a bad go of it in Scott, the fires. Scott did. Scott. Scott actually had um, his house, and I guess his house shop burnt down. Oof. Super rough. But like, as you know, talking to him actually yesterday, and actually as, as all business owners, you've been through the ups and downs. You just got to fight back, right? And it's kind of like when your car gets jacked up. Well, you're gonna do whatever you possibly can as an enthusiast to make sure that uh, you know you come out on top in the end. In regards to like. Trying to do what you can to get more parts or do something different with it, so yeah. I think he'll be okay. Um, That's such a bummer to hear about. Yeah, it really is. I mean, he he literally went to SEMA for one day and then flew, flew back <laughs> home left. because he needed to be there for for his family. And oh, uh, it sucks. It it does. I mean, I mean, we have we have friends that lost houses in the fire as well. You know, up there, um, and it's 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 rough, but super good dude. I mean, it's super rad. But cars like that, back to where we were at, it's it's just. It's it was it's more unexpected at SEMA, but it's becoming this thing where it's 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 exciting for people because they see things that are actually used, things that uh, are a little more approachable and understand understandable for them, where it's not just this out of reach vehicle that they've yeah. seen everywhere. Um, I would like I'd like to see cool. more drivers at SEMA. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean it's the, definitely there's room in the world for show cars and shit, but yeah, you know I like to see drivers. I like I like seeing. Uh, like race cars, you know, in the as raced kind of oh, condition or whatever. Oh, so cool. I love that. I loved when Lee, who, you know, was building my safari car, yeah. when he went to Pebble Beach having not washed his car for <laughs> that's a the year, best. I was like, you're so fucking gangster. That's the best. That shit is so dope. No, I think that's, I love everything. Lee, Lee's doing, so, it's so awesome what yeah. Lee's doing. Oh, he's great. My it, car, they start on in, on Monday. I'm so excited about it. There you it. go. It just, it just breathes fun, right? I mean, I think like so many, Dude. so much, so much of what we have now in the automotive industry is not fun. It's just outdoing the next guy. There's a lot of that. The internet hasn't helped, man. No. The internet doesn't, it focuses, you know, with Instagram and everything, it focuses kind of on the outward and not so much on the inward and, and, you know, the ability to to brag about your horsepower, you know, is more important than the fact that, like, 
you know, fucking a decent driver could smoke this fool in a rental car, right. you know, or something like that. You mean, ever, have you been to a track name and humbled by a real pro before like oh, that? Oh, of course. Oh. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous because you look, I could, no, you can't do that. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter what you dude. think you can do. Dude, when you ever go it's, to like, you know, the, the beginner driving schools, which are the best. I mean, it's like, it's oh, yeah. really, it's important to get these lessons and, you know, and you're in like a Formula Ford that weighs 1,100 pounds on slicks and the instructor's in a one, Mazda but... 3 automatic and like mobbing you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I got nothing. <laughs> no, that is awesome. I, wasn't there some episode recently where, uh, I forget what it was. Was it on Grand Tour? I don't even know. It was somebody racing some some car on the track, and there was an old F1 car that was in the rain, and they were trying to oh, that, lap, or what was that? Was it new? Yeah, something new. Yeah. It might have been new. I'm not caught up on Grand Tour. Yeah. I watched the first two, and then one more. Yeah. I mean, I've watched, yeah, I don't know how many I've watched, but I, you know. I've tried to give it a go, but I can't. It's different. Um, I can't like bit. it. I think I might just be tired of their of their shtick, which is like, yo, they had like a you know fifteen year run where of it was course. like the best thing on earth. You but can't, you mean, yeah, you can't complain about my that, girl right? is like an un, you know, she's as unfiltered as I am, but okay. she she but but worse, she's like <laughs> she's worse and be not like she's not as mean as me, but like. She'll she'll watch something and then like we watched the second episode of the Grand Tour and turned it off and she went that was awful <laughs> like just and I was like and even in my head I was watching it and going oh this is better than the first episode and she was like that was awful and I was like oh maybe my judgment's a little off. start feeling a little insecure right yeah, like little, you know are you not sure exactly fuck wow yeah no. But uh, what's, what's happening in the world of wheels? Do we want to talk about wheels? Do you do you I want mean, to talk about work? What do you oh want man. to talk about? What, wheels, do, what have, what you, have you been doing in your in in your life with your cars and all this? Your Instagram's full of like all this crazy these old Audis and that's my seventy four Audi Fox. That's your Fox? Yeah, yeah, seventy three thirty thousand original miles. That was actually on display at the LA, LA Auto Show uh, with Preston. So it's just a little cruiser. I mean, it's it's all original. Just kind of um, we did it with one five, punched it out to one point six. Um, so now it makes, so now makes sixty horsepower. I mean, let's be honest. Um, was that worth the trouble? <laughs> I mean, when you when you put, got it apart anyway, right? And you got some extra, just throw those ones in, right? Instead, oh, are you a victim of, like a, of the uh, the wall you're in? There's. It's, I mean, you have to be. My Mustang is a was a dark rabbit hole of wall you're in there's. Yeah. That's how you the, end up the rebuilding. Porsche. See, these aren't bad while you're in there, right? Like these old Volkswagens, it's kind of like, oh, no it's an eight valve. It's like, oh, 20 bucks, no problem. Is that no? the same engine as like a Golf? Yeah, it's the okay. same thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's, or a it's, rabbit it's, at it's the time? set up differently. Yeah. Uh, so it's not transverse, it's longitudinal. So oh, really? It's Is like, that a rear drive car? It's like, no. It's a, oh, it's, oh, they've, Audi was doing right. that then? That's just the, Audi's thing, oh, right? Yeah, that's so it's, thing, it's, huh? it's always been that way, but. You Why know. did they start with that? Was that a um, torque steer minimizing thing? <laughs> to be honest, did they even I, fucking have torque steer? They made like sixty horsepower. What I the know. fuck was torque steer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're seeing torque steer out of that guy. That's a, it's a I weird. Mean, that's a weird thing. Saab was doing it too. Yeah, I guess they were just like, oh, just take that other one and just flip it around. I that's think cool. it might have been easier for maybe doing all wheel drive or where they were, where mm. they were headed right when, when they were building maybe. a car, putting it together. I mean, I don't know. Back then, I mean, this was. 70, this is a 74, so in 1970, I believe, it's 69 or 70, but that's when Volkswagen purchased Audi, you know, from Auto Union. Oh, right? okay, so, so this was, so, this was like the, one of the early, very early, yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, have this, this knowledge. This came out before the Volkswagen Rabbit here in the States, right? Because the Volkswagen Rabbit was 75, that's so this true. is actually, this right here is basically pre-Volkswagen water-cooled days. Is that a four-door or two-door? Four-door. It's pretty dope. Thanks. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. We'll put some Euro bumpers on it, um... 
guy, uh, one of my good friends, Matt at MF Auto, he's over in uh, Tennessee, kind of helped put the car together. And actually, it's funny. I bought the car. I, I didn't even, I didn't see the thing until four years after. I had already gone to two sh- car shows <laughs> until it finally got to me. I'm like, oh, here it is. This thing looks awesome. Right? And did just, it have trophies in it? Like, it won yeah, away? Yeah, actually, it did. I, really? Actually, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, but it came over and it was great, you know, except for the title got lost in the mail. Oof. Like always, right? Yeah. I mean, that's it. So now I got, I got to get a title for it, but whatever. You have to get a title bond and all that shit? I don't even know, man. It's like one of those things where, I, what, but I'm, see, I bought it from my buddy. He didn't title it. So it was from the guy in Colorado. Oh, from no. like, oh, we're talking. So the weird thing about this car is oh, actually in, two, in 2007, I tried buying this car on e- or on Craigslist, right? Mm-hmm. Loved it. Fell it. I wanted it so bad and it disappeared. Super pissed. All of a sudden, about five years ago, my buddy Chris Collier, he says, Hey man, I'm going to sell my Audi. If you want to know anybody, I'm like, what Audi? I'm like, did you buy that thing in Colorado? He's like, yeah, I brought it in. I'm like, you bastard. Yeah, I'll take it. You know, so so I picked it up off of him. And we did like just um, just a, it's automatic. It's just a little cruiser. It's How many cool. of those could be like left though? I've literally, I don't know one. if I've ever seen one of those I, I, in person. I brought this out and it was, I'm like, so it's me, right, doing this cruise from the Peterson to like LA Auto Show. It's me and like. The Ring Brothers, okay? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's me and my automatic Fox just cruising with, like, yeah. you know, their, their whatever, you know, they did, they had the Javelin out there and the Pantera, <laughs> and it's me and my stupid Audi Fox, you know, barely making it over there. Just, just, but it's amazing, you know, oh, my dad had two of those. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I, I haven't seen one of those in forever. No one's seen them in forever. No, yeah. No, Larry Chen still didn't believe this is an actual car. He, <laughs> he literally took so many photos of it and asked me, he's like, really? This is your car? This is crazy. I've never seen anything like this. And it's just, yeah. I mean, it is true. It is a pretty special car, but the hard thing about something like this, right? Where, now in Germany it's different. I could take this thing to Europe and sell it for a, a great amount of money. Uh-huh. But here it's like, you, if I went to put it up for sale, right? You've got the one guy who's like way into Audi. He's, I'll give you twenty grand for yeah. this thing, and the next guy's like, well, that's pretty good. I'll give you two grand. Yeah. There's, there's no. If I put this thing on your right. trailer, unless the right guy happens the to pop on there, the audience is so narrow for it. Yeah, it I can understand. Now, fit there. having said that. <laughs> I know someone who wants a fucking fox really, really bad. I mean, is, so if you do want to sell it, I am actually looking. To I sell have it, so. that very guy yeah. for you. I'm replacing the but, dashboard, and then it's it's we, really pretty car. It. Is it? I mean, I'm looking at a small picture, but is that as is it as nice as it looks in that picture? It really is. I mean, it's it, fucking it's cool. Got, it's got some little scratches, some little dents, yeah, the, but, but the interior, besides the dashboard, which I'm having redone, yeah. is just. Fresh. It looks like nobody ever ever touched the interior. It's so a lot of awesome. fun. It's That's it's a great. lot of fun. It's a cool little cruiser, and um, yeah, Some I mean I've got a lot of di- I've got a lot of different cars, and I've got my two nine elevens. I've got a nineteen seventy three uh, uh, Mercedes two eighty SE that I'm doing up uh, V eight. Then I've got a, a four point five. Uh, no. It's the uh, the 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 three point five. Yeah, it's a little guy. The four point five sounds great, but man, you never want to try and even keep that thing running. Really? No, there's not many. You can't even get parts for it. I drove one for five minutes and it was glorious to drive. It is very nice. But man, when it doesn't run, you're just bombed. Fair enough. And I got I got it from a buddy's dad. My buddy's a convertible. No sedan. Oh, cool. I think sedans are. Is, it's weird that they're the cheapest one, but I think they're the coolest because it's just so gangster, right? Yeah, it's the, mean, not necessarily the enthusiast choice. Although, right. whenever you see a sedan like slammed on bags, you're like, yeah. ah, I and get it's you. it's gunmetal gray with red interior. It's awesome. You know that you must know that fool rolls around L.A. in that right-hand drive. Oh, it's gorgeous. Uh, the one slammed on yeah. bags with steels. That yeah. shit is. Fu- I don't know the dude's name, but I mean, if you're out there, your car is fucking fire. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep it simple. And the yeah. problem is when you own a wheel company. This this is the problem <laughs> when you own a wheel company right yeah. because you look at cars and you're like oh yeah love that wouldn't change anything 
except I have to. <laughs> except, right? Yeah, you so, have no choice. Of course. Or like, let's say I'm like, oh, I'm building my 3.8, you know, RSR tribute car. Can't be on BBS. Nope. So, and I love BBS. There's so many awesome motorsport companies yeah. that are out there, but I'm forced into situations where it's like, well, let me reinterpret something. Let me figure out what, how do I see this, right? Uh, which I, you see a, a challenge. I see opportunity. It is. No, it I totally see opportunity. is. It's a, I think you need to develop a Safari 911 wheel and let it give it to me. I'll show it to you actually in a few minutes. That do we, you have we one? We haven't shown anyone yet, but it's Hell actually a, yeah. a 15 inch gravel wheel. Is that's, it really? Yeah, it's amazing. For G bodies? Yes. <gasps> Daddy right. Yeah, so it's 5130, super lightweight. It's actually built for the Rally America series oh, as well as what's going on here. So as we're getting more and more into motorsport, Fair we're trying to focus function. on those things. Exactly. Yeah. And that's our main thing. There's some really fun stuff that's coming up soon with 1552. Um, but, uh, you know, it's... It's all fun until it actually. It, it, well, it's always fun coming up with ideas and stuff until yeah. it comes to fruition is something something slightly different. But you know, this year is going to be a good year for us, and I think that for us, it really is focusing more on the motorsport side, more on the driving aspect of of what's there. I mean, we've always done these timeless classic designs and everything, but yeah. you know, it's it's which is great for endurance and things like that. But we really want to focus on just kind of. Uh, Getting deeper into the motorsport stuff, as as weird as it sounds, there's the whole stance scene, and you know I've been a part of that, and there's parts of that I enjoy. Certain cars look just unbelievable, just sitting there doing that. But if you want to drive them, you just you can't do. I, I you know we take yeah. me and all my buddies, we take a bunch of cars up, you know, old 911s and Mercedes Alphas, everything up to up to Monterey and back for a three three day trip, a rally trip, right? And you can't do that on a car and. No, you, know. you. I mean, no. You want to build a car that is that? Oh, wow, that picture is great. You want to build cars and, and wheels for the thing that you enjoy doing. Exactly. Sure. So it's yeah, I get it. So so it's fun. It's fun doing that. So yes, it's weird, but also it's good. So like, yeah, on my Mercedes, I probably plan to do like a a seventeen inch version of the exact same stock Steely. Oh, that's cool. So then it just a plus. Yeah. It's like it's basically retro modern. You don't if you don't. Not staring at it, you don't know, but then all of a sudden something special. I like what of... you did on that Lotus Esprit right there. That was a fun one. That's a cool one. Lotus Esprit is such an interesting car. It is. Those are those like what are those Turbo Max? Is that what those are called? Those what are, are those Tarmax. Tarmax. Yeah, Tarmax. So um, that that look with the Lotus Esprit looks really, really good. It's very period correct, and I think that's why we try and keep the wheels as simple as possible, almost boring to a certain degree, but not in a negative way. They're mm. proportionally correct. From an artistic standpoint, they're done right, but they work on everything, right? You have a brand new 997, you have a Lotus Esprit, you've got a Ford Fiesta. It's something that just kind of transcends all different uh, automobiles out there. I think that's fun. I think there's like something fun about that that becomes... Well, if you know. you've got a design that is a you know a, a design that works on an old car as well as it works on a new car, I mean that's that's a successful design, isn't it? Because you've opened up your market so nicely. It does to everybody, and it's fun. What is the um, you know, what is the product cycle like? I mean, are 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 you physically doing wheel designs? Um, or yeah, you, I mean, I do wheel design. We all kind of do like on ha computer? have our hand in it. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and then we have our own engineer. Uh, Jason, who's also a you know designer engineer, so Jason basically, you know, will keep things cohesive. We'll run through the whole SolidWorks program, do everything there, you know, renderings, and kind of we'll just be playing back and forth and changing things, working on things together. Um, you know, I can mess around with Illustrator and Photoshop. Like I'm not your CAD guy. I'm not getting in there crazy and designing in that sense, but I am designing. You know curating i guess you could say as to what is going to be there and we all do that you know if none of us had a night uh, the, the chance to do that we wouldn't be even be doing what we're doing i mean we're a very passion driven family type company it's just 
if it's, but not, there's, if it's not fun, we won't be here. Right, but there's... Okay, so you spend a certain right. amount of time designing the stuff, but right. sooner or later, it's like, all right, what are we going to sell? Right. You know, because you can't sell infinite styles, right? Of course. So at what point is it just like, uh, you know, communal voting and just all, you know... Yeah, sort of. A little of. more democratic, or is it more... Yeah, sort of. It's kind of just communal voting. We all talk about it. We do things. I mean, if someone wants it, like, bad enough, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll go through, but there's yeah. definitely more of a push there. Um and we just kind of see things go through, and as as it gets closer to, we got to get wheels done, or they're not yeah. going to be here in time. Which, you know, we've had we we try and re- release wheels, and they're six months late. You know, it's just yeah. production stuff, especially being a small company. I mean, I think people think we're a lot bigger than we are. They're like, oh my gosh, we're going go to fifteen fifty two. This is going to be a huge building, and it's it's just this tiny little spot with four guys in it. I mean, yeah. that's the whole company, but that's Hashtag what we brands. do. Exactly, and it's, <laughs> and it's and it's fun. And I think once we finally get the, to the level where it's designed, we're good. Then it's okay. Then you move forward. You get the, you know, you get the the drawings done. They do all the FEA testing. They do everything there in the computer. Then of course they send you the sample. You like the sample. Everything's good. Of course, then you get start production. You know, um, and then the wheels arrive, and you just hope that you sell a lot of wheels. <laughs> <laughs> wheels are not like watches where they can sit in a box this big. It's like. You have to have four of them for each car, yeah. and they're going to stack up as high as the ceiling is yeah. and weigh a ton because it's – so it's hard. Wheels are definitely a, a more of a difficult thing because all the PCDs, everything else that's out there, offsets, all these different things, and then – Yeah, do, but you, know, you don't – they're not made to order. Yeah, they're stocked. Uh, for the cast wheels, it's uh-huh. kind of a half-half, right? So, like, we do stock all of our wheels, and then, like, let's say if you call me and you have, like, a, you know – Fiat X19, and you want like some, you know, and I, I'm like, is okay, that a call you've gotten you know, recently? Do we, no, is there someone on Fiat, Fiat X19? Somewhere? We get some crazy stuff like Alpha GTV6, like just like really cool, interesting cars that really want to run our wheels that just kind of are out there that nobody caters to that we can say, hey, we've got a 16 by 8, 16 by 9. You know, yeah, I, we can change the offset to this as long as it clears the brakes mm-hmm. and kind of do some stuff. But yeah, cast wheels. So you're looking at like a 200 and something dollar wheel, yeah, fully custom built for your car, and it looks great. and we're stoked because as as automotive enthusiasts, this is the fun stuff. This yeah. is the stuff when the customers send you the pictures that you're like, oh, awesome. Our wheels are on this like, you know, super crazy, weird, you know, Studebaker. What the hell ever but happened? Did, you know, but did just, those wheels amazing. have to take up, you know, 12 square feet of storage room space for six months? <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> you know. It, and of course, but that's the business side. You know, it's like that's hard, right? You're kind of like battling yourself. And it kind of comes back to what I was saying is if we can't enjoy what we're doing and kind of bend the rules a little bit, mm-hmm. like I don't even want to be here. I can go sell, you know, refrigerators and make a bunch more money. I mean, but realistically, yeah, I mean, it, it does take time. But then, of course, the forge wheels are that way and different things like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's tough. If you bring in wheels, you know, hey, I got black and silver. They're like, oh, I wanted gunmetal, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. You never have what they want. You need so. to have 74 shades of gray like BMW. Yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> Who is the most gray? I think either Mercedes or... BMW? No, I think Audi may have more grays than Audi BMW. does have a lot of grays. Audi's got a lot of fucking gray. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Porsche's got a lot of gray as well at the moment. Yeah, well, no, especially... Like I, I, don't, so I, can't even, right I can't even, you know... We got a fashion gray car and the fashion my, gray. You know, my buddy Josh, I don't know if you're Josh from Speed District, he just uh, got a, oh, yeah, yeah. Chalk, a chalk. Did he get the chalk? He got the chalk. I like the chalk. I drove I love the it. Panamera Turbo in you chalk know? on the launch. It was dope. It's gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a uh, chalk. Is um. It's battleship light. <laughs> battleship light. Right. Battleship on a diet. I think. Lam- I think Lamborghini really brought back the gray with the Aventador. The they, battleshipy gray. Yeah, sort of Ferrari, right? With the Nardo gray. I feel like everybody. Uh, Nardo. Nard- I had an. Point. I had an Audi RS press car, RS7 and RS5 in. 
that's Nardo Gray. That's pretty. Yeah. Um, that that's chalk that Timmy brought up there, but that is I I will go and say that that is a misleading picture, and that in person chalk is a yeah. half a shade lighter than that. It always looks like that, you know. It's like you look at a maritime blue car. Half the time it's purple, half the time it's yeah. Light that picture, that's blue. a that more accurate more like chalk. chalk. Yeah. yeah, that the yeah. chalk is uh, is halfway between white and gray. It's cool. It reminds me of like the aviator gray that was on the Audi TT yeah. back in the day. Yeah, Mark yeah. One TT. I mean, that's one of my favorite. Oh, you know what I miss ever. about that car? Baseball stitching. <laughs> the baseball stitching was Come dope. Come on, man. I mean, like yep. you've got like what was I, I think it was Peter Schreier, Jay Mays. I think oh, there was yeah. uh, you know Audi the designers, but. These cars, Peak retro future, so Bauhaus, so cool, so like yeah. just this car still to this day. Like, oh, you want to use a stereo? Just lift up that lever. <laughs> uh, how do you put the windows down? It's behind the door handle. <laughs> yeah. You know, like so constant. Uh, can I get some more air, please? Twist the knob, right? Like you don't know where anything is. Yeah, and it's you'll only know that if you know the car. And, I like, worked at an Audi so dealership when those God, came out, cool. and I remember them being like. Fuck me, this was really cool. The shifter lever, the shifter had this rubber, oh, like the, blue, the accordion, accordion boot, yeah. which was really neat. Uh, there was a lot, and the, the baseball stitching really stood out like to me Like, somehow, those. somebody's like, do you like that car? Yeah, we should build the concept, you know? And all of a sudden, the green light got, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, oh you guys made it? Yeah. Oh, damn it, you know? like The uh, Lexus LC500, same yeah. thing. Yeah, doesn't that, have such that's a crazy insane. interior. But that but, thing does look insane. Oh, I mean, it's fire. it looks like a boot. I mean, the front of it's like... Wider than the rear, you know. It looks like a uh, Star Wars battle cruiser. It does. And it dri- have you driven one? I haven't. That's what I was going to ask. Drives have real good. Really? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. It dri- they, they have they have out Aston Aston. But how do you feel about their front end? Is it too organic for you? For me, I feel like it's just a little too organic. The the mouth, you mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I like. it. I think it's cool. Will it be dated in three years? I think years? it'll on the LC. It works. So if you. I think the on the mouth and the LC, that's a very good picture, whoever shot that. Mm. Um, and uh, it works there. If you look at it on, like, the trucks, <laughs> like the, L- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the LX, it's really fucking tragic looking. And it will not age. Where- We're going to be able to buy, like, two-year-old and three-year-old LXs on the cheap because nobody's going to want them. That's true. Um, I'm just, like, waiting. Like, after a really hard drive in this car, I just expect the bumper to be like... <laughs> 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 you know, like really wanting some air, you yeah. know, just kind of like, oh, come on, man. I'm yeah. just, you know, out of breath. But I drove one. I did an eight hour road trip in one to Yosemite and then I romped on one. Eight uh, hour. Hold on. You did an eight hour road trip. You didn't just go straight to Yosemite because that's not selling me on the car. Cause it doesn't take eight hours. No, to no. We went, I went the long way. Okay. All that, right. that, that body <laughs> kit needs to go though. That's yeah, not, of course. Hey, let's, let's, let's ditch that. Um, it's lovely. Where did you go? What's the long way? About around the top? We, yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah. To, to Vegas, via Vegas. Okay. Yeah, that's the long way. I love It takes I eight hours Yosemite. to go that way. I love yeah. Yosemite. Oh, it's the best. But it you got to go at the right time of year so the road is empty so you can mob. I've never, yeah, I guess I've never done that. Have, never, have you only gone when it's busy? I've only gone with my dad. Oh, no. no. I'm just, I, I have gone with my friends, but, Dude, but not on that side. Yosemite yeah. has sick roads, and if you go at the right time of year, they are quite empty. And you can have very, the, especially, what is it, the the less busy side I want to say is the south side but I I can't recall but the side you know that the big tunnel like the part where, where you, it just opens up and yeah, it's just game over yeah that's just the other side of that okay so north side it's, that's the north yeah, side yeah. okay yeah the that's other side you of came in. yeah that side is awesome okay yeah I've never been up that way you should it's very nice I will take it it is very nice um our uh, our friend Thaddeus do you know Thaddeus Brown have you met Thaddeus before 
Gosh. He's our, our cameraman and, and our very good friend. He was here the last couple of weeks, but he lives in Dubai now. And it's very sad. Yes. Yeah, and, of course. And so he left this. We were going to eat it on the show while he was here, and he's not here anymore, but we were going to eat this. This is, um, I wanted to try some. I haven't tried it yet. This is chocolate, milk chocolate. Okay. Made of camel milk. Wow. Yeah. We're going there. This is good. Apparently, it's delicious. Okay. But I want to I want to make sure that Thaddeus knows that we have the camel milk <laughs> chocolate, <laughs> uh, and we are actually eating on the show. It's not going to go to waste. All right, Matt so Crook, do you want to have a whack at the camel milk yeah, chocolate? Some camel chocolate. Timmy, what do you say? Lagunitas? You want to have a whack and a lagunitas? What the fuck is camel milk about, huh? I'll give him points. It's good. Tastes like regular milk chocolate. Even maybe a little lighter than regular milk chocolate. Yeah. It's got like a... I don't know what I'm supposed to taste regarding camel, mm. but it tastes pretty good to me. Never ben? milked a camel before. No, I haven't either. But whoever milked this camel did a good job. It's got an interesting... It doesn't have an interesting flavor to there's it. There's something... Does it? I, to me, it tastes like regular milk. No, there's something... There's dates in here, by the way. Yeah, that's okay. chewy. You're tasting yeah? a date, maybe. Thanks, Dad. Mm. Camel milk. Yes. This is fantastic. Random... Eating camel milk segment on the okay. show. I figured it was important. No, I, I you know for it. science, right? I like science. Mm-hmm. Wait, so legit? Wanna, how I, do you run a wheel company with four people? <laughs> I'm serious. It's tough, man. Because I mean, like I've been to another wheel company. Mm-hmm. Who I, you know, I, who is down in Southern California, right? They got a big fucking factory, a mm-hmm. lot of people in it. Yeah. So, how do you run one with four people? Well. I guess being, you know, we're we're kind of in a we're in a different we're in a different spot than a lot of the other companies. Being younger, I mean, we've been around since '96, but we've only been doing wheels since 2008. Right? What were you doing from '96 to 2008? Um, a lot of like Volkswagen Audi tuning. So oh. when we were first when um, 1552 first started, actually, Brad, who you know, mm-hmm. um, it was actually his company with his partner. And uh, it was formed with Joe Hoppen. Joe Hoppen was Audi Sport. Joe Hoppen was head of uh, Porsche Motorsport, those different things. Brought, uh, responsible for bringing Porsche to Can-Am, you know, doing all those oh, things. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, I mean, really, I mean, uh, 1552 started as VW Sport. We were licensed by Volkswagen, actually, to be a Volkswagen tuner. Uh, and we're in conjunction with Joe Hoppen Motorsport, which was oh. Audi Sport at the time. So, uh, yeah, we were doing everything back then, you know, at which point then uh, Joe decided to retire and Volkswagen said, oh, you still want to keep that name? Oh. It's this much. So we said, cool, let's change the, let's change the name, you know. <laughs> um, I wasn't there at the time. I knew Brad at the time. I was working in another company, probably Jamba Juice. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he was um, he was he was doing his thing. And, and, and you know, the, the name is now 1552. I mean. You know, everybody asks us what that means. I don't know if I want to say, say it right now. Just keep the mystery alive. I don't know. Um, I say, you know what? You know, I, even though it's probably my you know, job to ask, right? Fuck them. Yeah, let them know, guess. They can keep guessing. They'll ask us eventually. Everybody Write does, it down you know. and then turn it over. I'll and tell slide you, it across the table. Yeah, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll let you know. Really tease them. Uh, but it's you know, and then it became this thing where I was working for a wheel company. He wanted to make wheels. You know, we, we created the first uh, wheel for fifteen fifty two called you know, the Snowflake, which is basically a Volkswagen Mark One GTI wheel, fourteen by six, turned into a fifteen by eight, which is basically a plus one kind of, you know, factory wheel yeah. for the Volkswagen Mark One. That's how we started making wheels. From there, of course, you know, 
I got involved. Tim, I want to see what that looks like. We kept talking. 1552 Snowflake? Yeah, 1552 Snowflake. So it looks like a factory VW Mark I Snowflake wheel, but with, uh, with a little lip on it, you know? And it's of course, from California and you snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, you know? We're just. Uh, oh, yeah, that design. I know that design. Of, uh, oh, cool. Of the sun. Yes, yes. yes. Well, yeah, it's like uh, double forks. How many? There's, there's seven. Uh, seven double yep. forks. Mm hmm. So you, uh, so you remember that wheel on the factory Mark One GTI? Yeah, you know? yeah. So we recreated that. It could actually accept the factory, uh, you know, center cap and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It was fun. It was cool. Cool. And but you know, our reach wanted to be expanded. We were doing different things. We said, hey, let's let, let's do some let's do some stuff that we're inspired by, like you know, '90s BTCC, '80s DTM, yeah. you know, Group B, all, all this kind of stuff that we were super pumped on. The things that inspired us and. We just kind of went for it, like, especially the tarmac. I mean, it's a two-dimensional wheel, as flat as you possibly can get, yeah. while concave and big lip was in. Of course, we said, let's build a flat wheel. That'd be cool, <laughs> right? I mean, definitely at the at the time, the antithesis of what was trendy. And at, at first, you know, it's funny when you get a oh, wheel a like this. Looker. That's interesting. It, uh, here's a picture on a GT3 997. Interesting look on that car. I don't know if that one works for me. It's but it's, it's I love it. You like that? Oh, I just love it. There's a guy named Chris Kane actually on uh, I think Chris Kane on on Instagram. And actually what you saw there is a rendering okay? on what the GT3? Right. Yeah. And this guy I guess he loved the rendering so much he actually built the car. What, with like the tarmac. After, after, yeah, really? after, oh. And it, but it just it made me happy cuz it was like so the cool and it just looked it looked fantastic. I mean it was just so so neat. I guess it's just so different, right? It's I a mean, cool look. It's not like ugly. It's just no. not my taste. Of course. But I do on this particular little TI here yeah. with the shaved door handles and the fucking <laughs> what what are those like what is it, like M5 brakes in that like cayenne turbo brakes in this car? What front is this and thing? rear? So okay, so we Do you did, know this car? Is no, your car? No, this is not even real. So, oh, so, so this right here. So, okay. So when we real. first started to launch our wheel, we did a Photoshop contest, right? Because then you get to see them on every single car that's out there. You do all that kind of fun stuff. This is when Facebook was like jamming. So we held a face, uh, you know, an Instagram or a Facebook contest for Photoshop and it just kind of all came together, you know? So and someone since built the TI. Yeah, actually. Really? Yeah, it's actually a gray on, on orange wheels. Um, actually, a friend, uh, there's a YouTuber who I know, uh, who I love named Tommy F. Yeah. He's in Connecticut. Tommy okay. Farrell. He lives by Lime Rock and he does builds. Oh, all right. Good dude. And, uh, he just bought, like, some old lady's fucking mint TI. Oh, I and love he's TIs. like, I don't know what to do with this thing. Like, it's kind of a shitbox. And I'm like, but it's mint. And I was like, S54 swap. Oh, S54 six speed swap, and that's the game. Of course. That's like, you I'm have like a little it. mini Shelby Cobra there. It's like a and scary It is. Car. Exactly. You're exactly right. I think that, I think, I think that those works. are just the coolest, the coolest thing. And what is that a Metro? Is that a Metro? Peugeot. Peugeot? Peugeot's 206. Fuck, that looks cool. That looks like, you know what? I think your, your wheels are like the official wheels of Gatabill. Yeah, and <laughs> have you but been over there for that? I haven't. I keep. I, I, I want to go. You've Can been? we go? You want to get an let's, Airbnb yeah, or something? <laughs> yeah, we'll get an Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Do they get... have them there? We get an igloo. I don't. I don't even know. Go. I mean, no, that, that's yeah, it's fantastic. But that's. I mean, it really is. We really. I mean, we live and breathe what we do in regards to you know what our wheels are inspired by and what's there, and it, and we're not like, of course. It's obvious what we're inspired by to a certain degree, and we even say that snowflake. It's called a snowflake. You know, it's like <laughs> it's the tar- real, tarmac, real on the nose. tarmac yeah. rally wheel. I mean, the turbo mac is something that's basically a five-spoke tarmac in the middle of a turbo wheel. So it's a turbo mac. You know, yeah. I mean, but we have a lot of fun with this stuff just because this is the stuff that we were inspired by, and I think that you know 
we we don't necessarily bend. We don't we don't play into the whole concave modern crazy wheel thing. And you know, in certain ways, there's probably more money there. But in the same time, I think for longevity and what we're trying to do, you know, we're telling a story and we want to continue to tell that story and and like push back with what we think you know should be happening right now in the automotive community. So well, but just to, like to follow up, like. If you're making, if you're, you know, your company is like four people. Basically, you know, you're, you have a manufacturing facility that's not your four people, right? The of pe- course, obviously, of course. right? So, I guess getting back when, to that, yeah, yeah. So when you, is it? So you guys are focused on design and sales, right? Design sure, marketing and sure. sales. Let's say like, yeah, design marketing, sales. I mean, realistically, I mean, distribution, all that kind of stuff is still us, right? So, I'm just like but, for someone out there that's like, well, yeah, I, mean, I know, like, I know, CAD. Maybe I'll start like it, right. it is possible. Um, to do it without it is possible but that's more of a forged thing cast wheels are incredibly expensive i mean really expensive right i mean you're talking like you know for your first order for one single wheel and one single size for minimum order with the mold fee you're looking at like probably sixty five thousand dollars just for one specific wheel and you say okay well let's and that's only a hundred that's only like let's say a hundred uh a hundred sets of wheels, and you're going to divide that between how many cars, and yeah, hopefully yeah. they sell. I mean, and then you do that against like, oh, we have five different sizes in this style and three different styles. So all of a sudden, now you have fifteen times sixty-five thousand. Yeah, and so you're really like rolling the dice of like, yeah, we're going to buy all this shit, and, and like we're just... going to find out who really wants it for what cars and in what sizes, and then the rest of it we're going to get stuck with once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right? Pretty much. <laughs> And that's and that's what makes it hard. But I think for us, we we really are. I think because we're so passionate, we work so hard. But we really are a, a marketing kind of you know branding type powerhouse in, in terms of what we do. We do sales. We you know we do our own distribution. We do our own um, you know marketing. Run all of our own social media. Do all of those things. Um, but what's the Ken Block effect like? It's awesome. Is that a re- is that is that is that like the uh, the Dominic Toretto effect? <laughs> Ken drives, he's golden. These kids come in, they pay cash. He lives his life a quarter mile at a time, you know? It's, yeah. it's, but Ken's no, no, awesome. but I mean, I mean you know, he's, a, he, puts it, he puts your wheels on his shit. Oh, yeah. Does that translate to kids coming in and buying wheels, going, I want my car to look like Ken's car? Of course. No, it totally does. And I think even more so, like, I think because Ken is so excited about our product and we've done so many cool things with Ken. It, it's helped us on other levels as well. I mean, just because, you know, Ken is Ken, you know, I mean, yeah. he has fun. He's just who he is. He's Helps having to fun. write your own ticket, bro. Yeah. Shit is gangster as hell, right? It is. I mean, and, uh, and it's a lot of fun just seeing him dream and just do crazy stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's, I think it's really cool. And I think now he just did this RS 200, you know, and we did Fuck, wheels that on that. Car is so it, dope. I know. I, do you have a go in so that? Cool. No. Fuck. Not yet. That car is so sick. Him, but he's just like, I mean, I know I can totally relate to the cars he's buying, the Sierra or the the Escort <sighs> Cosworth and the I love it and the R. I get it. That makes sense. I mean, you bought an RS, right? I do have a Focus RS. It's. I mean, I I, I understand if I had to live with with one genre, you know, if I had this that hypothetical. Right. You know, one car for everything. Well, it would have to be a rally car, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, of course. You right? know what I mean? I mean? A rally car satisfies all needs, and that's where I, that's where I'm going with my safari car. My safari car is the goal of that car is, is not even to sail it through the woods. The goal of that car can, is a daily driver in L.A. You can throw that thing around, but you need a safari in L.A. <laughs> saying, I mean, let's, let's just get real here, yeah. right? Yeah, I that's mean, the goal. And but, also, we have all this desert. God, that fucking RS200 is so dope. I know. Ugh! 
I know. So sick. What are the wheels on that? I mean, they're yours, obviously. Yeah, but those, like... those are our three-piece Evos. So it's an Evo SC. So it's kind of like a turbofan-inspired wheel, so the face actually sits off of the lip. Okay. Um, find, that picture is blurry as fake. <laughs> we find a better picture, homie. I guess, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's... There's it, better pictures around, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but it's a fuck. All the it, all the pictures are action shots or the aggressive three quarter angle. Right. Yeah. It's like a Group B looking kind of wheel. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, you can see where it's inspired by Brian's Porsche right there is on our wheels as well. One of the you know. I like Brian's car. I'm not a big uh, RWB fan, but at least Brian's has got a fucking motor in it, and Batim did his chassis setup, yeah. so I know it's gonna drive pretty good. No, I, I mean, you know, it's hard. I, it's especially me. I have to play the whole. You know, there's a lot of games. In regards to what we do, and oh yeah, you can't shit on people with RWB cars because <laughs> they might want to buy your wheels. Well, <laughs> I love RWB. Like what Nakai did and what they have in Japan oh, in terms yeah. of racing. I mean, these yeah. dudes are going down track on fire. Yeah, like they're yeah. literally on fire. Fenders being ripped off the car. Twelve-hour, you know, yeah, endurance no. races. The only That's problem so I have. Ass. The only problem I have with Nakai is that. As an artist, he should probably know when to say no. And right. on the other hand, like, I understand the hustle. Like, that dude yeah. will smoke a finite amount of cigarettes <laughs> and then he will fall over and die, you know, and yeah. so why shouldn't he fly all over the world and collect, you know, 30 G's at a time? But he doesn't even care. It's like, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure he cares about the money at some point, but the guy just. Every day is in a different country building a car. Like it's crazy. Off, which it's blows so my mind. Cr- and, I, and I've it's- seen, I haven't met him, but I've seen videos of him hand, you know, eyeball cutting and sawzalling fucking fenders off, which is nuts. It is. You know, but he, I feel like at a certain point, you should, you should know when to say no or go, listen, I'm not going to put my giant wind de- windshield banner on this right. car knowing full well it will fly off that cliff if you try and take this corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, depending. Not on- when you build race cars also, because no. you know better. Of you course. Know? Well, that's the difference, right? Is he does. So. I recently got a tuner car to test from a well-known company that's right. in a field you're familiar with. Okay. Uh, it was, it was extraordinarily fast in a straight line okay and the car was an extremely competent handling vehicle out of the out of the box right you don't it doesn't need anything right um even with a fuckload of extra horsepower mm-hmm. it's still a, a very confident handling vehicle right all this company did even though this company goes racing successfully goes right. racing took a stock suspension and put lowering springs on it and the car rubbed everywhere and it was like you fucking idiots know better. Like right. you know better. Like yeah, what? Of and, and they were passing this car around to journalists. Like, that's that's, that's, that's <laughs> like, scary, homie. Like you could have just left it alone. Yeah, you left it stock. Anyway. No, it's true. I'm with you. I, I think. <laughs> you know my favorite. Go pull up that picture right there. My favorite thing about <laughs> this 300C? picture is <laughs> no, it's a 300M. Oh, M. It is a 300M, right? Yeah, it, it looks like Ken's about to get smoked by it this does. 300M. It does actually look like that. Yeah, it's funny. There's a rolling shot with a 300. That's it. Actually, that's that's very interesting. Well, I think the the headline on that photograph was "Watch Ken Daily Drive His RS 200." So I think he's okay. emphasizing that he's on the road with other random shit boxes but still that that picture makes was the 300m a shit box yes no not when it was but new not no but it no, wasn't no, you get it what wasn't. i mean the 300m no. with the, the gauges i know come on and everything in the glow bro it had i know glow. it had in the glow man 
And it looked like watch. It had the watch in the center. It looked like all this stuff. I mean, it was. Wasn't it also a four cam engine? And oh I, yeah. I, my friend's dad had one, and I remember when he came. Like we were in high school, and he came over. Like, my dad got this three. I remember being like, this thing is awesome, dude. You know what one yeah. of my dream cars was? And still is. Um, Dodge Stratus. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Which Dodge? The, the coupe? The super touring car. The super- Come on, cab forward design. I mean, as a super touring car with the SDW front spoiler and wing. Wait, super touring car. Have you seen car. the PPG one? I mean, Randy, Randy, I think Randy Pope's. Wait, I mean, Dodge Stratus race car? Have you not seen the SDW cars? No! All right, get ready to have your mind blown. <laughs> what? Because you're going to be honest with me. That's the thing I like. We're going to see Every once here. in a while, I you're find out it. that I missed entire genres of car. Super touring Dodge Stratus. <laughs> it's not going to show you SDW because that's, that, that's a German thing. Super, super touring. touring. Oh no! We're no, no, I, no. Don't Timmy, even, just wait for it. I is, know Will Ferrell put this thing teach, in there. We all had to hit. Look, look at this PPG car. Hold is on. Is that top left there? Is that Dude, that? Come, come on. Is that it? Yeah. Wait, hang on. Pull it out. Too. All of these. Wow! Unbelievable with the That's cab forward design. Kind the trunk. Of good looking. Uh, it's amazing, right? You know, if you change the grill, like it could almost be a Volvo S60. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when. But they were so ahead of, the, of their time with the cab forward design. I'm just, I'm talking design. What powertrain does that have? Is that David Donahue's name on the side of that car? It is, right? <laughs> Come on, of course. But that's what I'm saying, right? I mean, like, this is when the Accord was racing. Everybody was out there in super touring. They, pull up that picture. Look at the PPG. Wow. That's a Mondeo. That's a Mondeo. That's, come on. Wow. Look at, is that what you would do? A tribute livery? That's for sale for 20, uh, that's for <laughs> sale for 25 grand on Race Car Direct. I was thinking about buying this. Wait, so selling what, some cars. What powertrain is in that? Is uh, it the six? V6? Yeah, I think so. I mean, because they had to have like specific. <laughs> do they have a manual gearbox though? Maybe a 300M engine. Who knows? <laughs> you could do it as a swap. Indiglo gauges too. You could do too. a swap with right. Indiglo gauges. <laughs> Is that, I bet if you could cop one of those on like racingjunk.com or something. Look at blue one. Come on. America. Dude, these are, Come that's on. the one. Come on, bro. Like That's the one. Pull but, that up. That is isn't like. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. You know what's so funny? The elements now, if you look at it, especially white with the black windows, it looks like it has Mark Forgetta side windows. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It but does. and it's also, I mean, for and also look at the wood floor. This guy has parked this thing on. This guy has a sweet garage. That's what floor. I'm talking about, man. See, That's now good. you're with me. See, some guys know. Okay, honestly, Matt? I'm with you. I I am with you. I love it, man. Uh, all right. No, see, that's different, Tim. You <laughs> that's can't. Buzz, yeah, see, this is where look at the you way guys it, totally could have went a different direction on me here. You get that, right? You could have totally just threw me under the bus. This is. He just pulled up one of the most pathetic looking handling. <laughs> Plymouth Breeze, the uh, Dodge Stratus. The only thing uh, that exceeds the body roll is the tire rollover on the sidewalk. That could be David Donahue. Dude, that's also (laughs) I mean, come on. That's so funny. I mean, look at and okay, then look, actually, there's look the at, Dodge Stratus funny car, yep. the drag car. No, not that one, Tim. <laughs> that there we one. go. There we go. There we go. That's second gen. That's terrible. That's, <laughs> All right, dude. That the first to second gen Stratus was really a step backwards. It was. Do you want another uh, uh, refill? Yes, please. That would be that would be awesome. You but check, if you go back, look at this right here. So the, the RC car to the right. That was actually H. HPI's best-selling body ever, and it was the fastest because of aerodynamic Dodge Stratus. All Wait, right. this did, did, are you involved with this? No, no, no. Oh, this okay, was like when I was a kid, right? But like when you were doing it, this was like this was the body to get. 
Yeah, I was big into slot cars. I never did the Me RC too. cars. Did you like slot man, cars? I had slot cars like nobody's business. Did you have man. like the group twenty sevens and group sevens, oh. like the crazy fast ones? Oh, I would go to the. I would have to. I would. Go, they'd have like those spots where you could go and race them, and they'd go around. Yeah. Like, you know, like hey, here's our Nurburgring, and it's like, yeah. what the heck? Wait, do they still have any of those in California? If they do, we should go. I'm so down. But like, kind of pregame it. Yeah, drunk. Right. <laughs> they do. They do the steering <laughs> for you. That was. That's a good one. Damn, those are those are like the tracks I used to I used to uh, race on back in the day, and you'd go around the track and you'd apply your little yeah, you your have, glue, yes, you know, right before the corner, because <laughs> if you actually it was actually like a contest in glue application, because if you right. applied your glue right, you could basically hold it speed, flat right, yeah, exactly, course. right. Yeah. How the hell? How the how the hell is he doing that? Yeah, there there goes. So there's like different cars. So oh, that some of them you know looked like vintage race cars and the NASCARs. Yeah, the guys with um, NASCARs. We didn't. That, we didn't yeah. Even, well, yeah. I had the ones with the plastic fins on the oh, side. Is that a Capri up there? The red and white one. That's a that's a Mosler. That's a Mosler. No, he this? just pulled out. That is out. a Capri. See, I spotted that thing from like. <laughs> Come on, man. That's a great looking Capri. Oh, Zach's, and it's Zach's the gold leaf uh, tobacco. Oh. Interesting. Gold, gold leaf tobacco is uh, how Jim, the car Jim Clark died in was liveried. Um, but they have, Tim, pull Closer. up a picture of the, uh, the Group 7 slot car. <laughs> Because these, they the really it's fast just be ones. A picture of Matt with a car. At no, no, the, <laughs> the really, the really fast ones have these wings, these aerodynamic bodies in the wings. What the fuck? Where? Are, oh, there, top, uh, top row, second from the left. That, that. Believe it or not, that is a car. So oh, pull that wow. up. Here so we this go. is a so group this, seven. See? So the, the oh, so the engines rev. The little, the motors were so small, and they rev to like twenty five thousand RPM. Yeah, the little electric. That car did 125 miles an hour, real miles an hour, not scale, real. That and if that so it's car, doing like a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, right? and it, dude, if you didn't glue the fucking track right, that thing would sail off the track like a hundred feet. Decapitate <laughs> someone so right. far. That's yeah, when slot, the, rage, slot racing became dangerous. Bro, well, <laughs> yeah, because what happens was go back to that picture, Tim. Two hundred. That's uh, gangster. See, that's so cool. Let's you'd get be into slot you'd cars. be on like heavy downforce, right? Because those fins. But go back to the other picture of that of that downforce car, Tim, that I showed you, the Group Seven car. So. Look at the so you've got you've got the plastic fins on the side and then yeah, the and the, then the fin in the back. Insane. If someone was reaching over to put their place their car back onto the track and you was... went by with those, you would gash someone's hand open. Mm-hmm. Great. That was always fun. You would wait too. You'd slow down just <laughs> Hell waiting, yeah, bro. waiting for Tommy to come over to put his car back on. Yeah. You just yeah, you'd get him. Yeah. I, I worked at a slot car track like this in um High school in Ocean City, Maryland, and I made no money. I spent <laughs> all the money on cars and trucks. You just time. traded your time yeah, for, exactly. for slot cars? Yeah, I think, I mean, I was like 12 when I was doing this shit, mm-hmm. and I remember that that Group 7 car was like 400 bucks in 93. I spent I've, all my money on it. But I've always been the guy, like, I'd rather, like, have a legit looking real car and not and go, and go three quarter the speed because it just looks so bad. Oh, I was in leagues, bro. Yeah, I, wasn't <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to win. It was like me and then wow. a bunch of guys who looked like that. <laughs> that picture is like me, so just like Tiva's like, cargo shorts and yeah, Matt. me a couple other nerds <laughs> okay, and then a right. bunch of like fat you know fifty year old right. white guys that that didn't get to fuck their wives ever right that's just, and inexplicably had had interest in slot car racing and not wow. real cars or real tracks I never once remember seeing a cool car in the park well it's a good thing place. you got out of that man you were on a I bad know. track you know what I mean like you were on a really bad track I mean that's I learned how to talk to girls and the slot cars never fucking came out again have you ever seen a group 7 race car 
What? That is so funny and true. <laughs> it's a, it's a it was. It's I a, really do now. You know, as someone who, who's locked up in with one girl anyway, like I'm like, where's the slot car tracks at, bro? You well, now you can do that now. though. Now you can go backwards. What the hell are you doing? Don't worry about it. Okay. Ooh, Porsche 959 slot this car. This is my time. I had the Tamaya version of this thing when I was a kid. Ugh. You know what would have been gangster? Like, so you know how if you had a slot car where the, the, the slot little mechanism thing was like out in front of the car, like almost like a, like a fork on a trailer. That way, like you could do big drifts with the car oh, and yeah. still have the slot thing be in the slot. Do you remember? I want to say it was Mattel. I don't know. They they launched one where the whole track was electric. Yes. And it didn't have a, a slot on it. It was like fully and you conductive. Could turn. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I couldn't afford it, but man, that's that I, was, it was yeah, it's like full fully conductive track. I asked it for, yeah. for, for for Christmas for like 3 years, didn't get anything. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, I wish I had the I had the hookup until yesterday. Hannah quit Mattel. So yeah. <laughs> I had the hookup. Jeez, man. No longer. Um, God, I look I want to go slot car racing again, man. That's that shit was. Let's fun. look it up. Let's. I'm serious. If you can, if we find a place, we will. We'll make a note to okay. look up slot cars. If you're in LA, look at people. Uh, t- t- Tim's if there's people out there in LA that know about good slot car racing in Los Angeles, yeah. we'll, we'll fucking find it. So, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a place to do it. Tell me about your Fox Buddy. What's going on right now with your Fox Buddy? It works properly, so that's a thing. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, nothing really. I'm just driving it. Okay. Honestly, uh, it it it's it was in and out of being wrenched on for three years, but but uh, it's good. I had it. I had it at the track, and it it put down really solid lap times. It's not so crazy fast, um, like. As a, for a track car, but as a street car, it feels right. quick enough. But it's to, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hell the, yeah. That's the point. Yeah, and it's much more important that it sounds like a Fox body is supposed to sound, yeah. you know, than that it goes faster. I'm 100%. Although, you know, the next round of the rep, right now, the, you know, Safari build is focusing the energy and the cash. Once that's done, um, I people are starting to crash GT350s. <laughs> And engines and gearboxes are starting to pop up That's on true. the salvage at the salvagers, um, and I feel like, you know, you, I mean, you know, because you've been around, yeah. the the re- the return on investment in building a Fox a three hundred two is pretty minimal, right? You know, I'd have to spend twenty five hundred bucks to get fifty horsepower out of that motor, <laughs> you know, because it's already most of the way there. Of course, you know, it makes like just under three hundred wheel right now, and right. so. <laughs> The most you're getting out of a 302 without supercharging it's it is much, 350 maybe. Right. But then, yeah, but then you, th- th- it's unreliable. And that's it's a race motor. Yeah, that's, that's a race I mean. motor. So you're not. So ultimately, to take it to the next level means changing the engine. What's that thing weigh? 3110 wet. It's not bad. No, so it goes pretty power. good. Yeah, that's fine. That's no, it's got good. like about the same power to weight as like an E46 M3. So it's quick enough. And fun. And, yeah. And way more visceral. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it rides good. beautifully. Everything's really nice. But it's awesome. Coyote or voodoo, mo- voodoo motors, not coyote motors, okay. voodoo motors right. with gearbox, GT350 gearbox is like 17 grand. That's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I know how much money that is. It's a lot. But we're talking about a stock motor making 526 horsepower at 8,200 RPM. Would that be too much? No. <laughs> you can always use less throttle. That's the best part about any motor. You know what I mean? I was yeah. I was driving that Gunther Works thing yesterday, right. you know, which is like, holy shit, 430 horsepower and 2,600 pounds. Like, that must be scary. It's like, with an NA motor, everything is so progressive That's that true. you really can just use less. I mean, I've never 
been in an NA car, even if it made huge power. But there's something like very satisfying about just full throttle, getting on there and just what? Just going. I mean, through the corners. I mean, just oh, really yeah. being able to. Where like with a full. I mean, with the car with that kind of power, well, it'll bite you if you if you're. No, yes, if you're really going for that last tenth, right? Yeah, but. It's also easy to not, <laughs> you know, you can be yeah. smooth on, smooth like, off, you, and you don't have to be. But you don't even notice it climbing. You're like six tenths. I know. Seven tenths. I know, I know, All I know. of a sudden, you're at nine tenths, you know, and you're like, so funny. same thing. Uh, you're totally right. I did like three hours in that car yesterday. I got a lot of seat time. Peter was very nice about it, and he really, he was like, listen, I know you don't spend a lot of time in the cars before and doing videos, but I really want you to drive this car for an hour before you say anything and I was like okay that's fair this thing's dope enough you know right. yeah. and so we went around and I, we went around and then he's like okay I'm gonna stay here on the side of the road and you go do your do your video and I went and as I was ending the video I realized right as I was finishing that I had gotten very very comfortable going that's... really really fast and yeah. if as long as I was focused, that was fine. But if I if I had music on and my mind just wandered, whatever, just yeah, right. All of a sudden, like, woo, yeah, yeah, you're, going, you're going to prison. Yeah. Cars impounded. Yeah. Great, awesome, yeah. cool. You know what Definitely. I mean? It could have been a bad day. You, you wouldn't even notice the helicopters. You're just driving. You know what I mean? Just, I don't yeah, even know where they. Just, come on, Van Halen's going. Match just out. You know? But that's it's true though. When I mean, I don't know. It's. That's like my SC. So my the new my, stuff, especially, you can really, really. Oh, that's get, scary. I don't like, know. but that's why I don't even. I mean, I'd like to get a. I'd like to get a nine eight seven Cayman right now. Cayman S, yeah. actually, and that, that's like something I'd actually like to do and kind of build up and have some fun with. Um, but there's not many new cars that really just. I drive a lot of the new cars, and so there are a bunch that do it for me. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll, and I think part of that is because. Um, I have a low threshold for headaches, and um, <laughs> and makes sense. even with my old cars, I have a pretty low threshold for headaches. Drone. And so, and I have to sit in traffic a lot, and right. so I don't, you know. But whatever. But like some of the shit that that like new cars, some of them are like magic, and I realize that they are. That's it's slightly less visceral, but. I mean, I you know, I drive like the new NSX or the 488 or right. the, some of the McLarens. I'm like, fucking hell. Like, they let people have this stuff. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, all it takes is money. I don't need to, like, go to a school for this. Like, <laughs> you know, you go, how? Oh, no, yeah, out on the street, too. Yeah. Have you driven a 981 Spider? A ni 918 Spider? 981. Like, the new, or not 981. The crazy million dollar hybrid one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 918s. Oh, no, 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 no. The actual Boxster Spider. Oh! Like the um, three eight, uh, yeah, three eight nine eight one spider. Like yeah, the, you've you have driving one which of is those? the same. Like the it's like a GT four with the same. The top. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. Yeah, glorious, lovely. Like just that one. I had one of those for a few months, and honestly, oh, they're the best. It was probably one of my favorite cars I've ever. Driven. Oh, they're incredible until you got to go put the roof on. Then it's a pain in the ass, right? Well, no, they didn't have the tent. Not, the, you, the, the spider of the tent. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to clip yeah. it in, and then it's like pops out, and you're like, oh, shit, you know, I thought yeah. I was clipped in, it wasn't, you know. But, but gosh, man, with the top down, listening to that pop, yeah. and like the downshift and everything, I mean, that's probably the first new car that just, wow, just, I mean. Those cars sing. You know, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It's just unbelievable. So you don't like the turbo motors then in the new ones, huh? Um, I do, but not. You drive one yet, though? It's just different. I have, and it's cool. It's They're fast. They are. They're really fast. The new Cayman the S thing, is though, really just, fast. It's fast. Yeah. I guess it's just like, I don't know. 
You know, it's it's so hard because there's you you and a lot of people that are that think the way that right. think, that have that view. Oh, they, 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 the way, <laughs> think the way you do. No, 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 no. no. I, and, I know. I'm and, just kidding. And I I think that I empathize a little more with the engineers who are constrained by fuel economy, but always need to improve their numbers. Right. And you know, at a at a certain point, like, and having been around plenty of guys who build Porsche race engines. I mean, there's really diminishing returns with naturally aspirated of engines. Of course, you know. And granted, yeah, okay, we can say 300 or 400 horsepower naturally aspirated is the limit, or 500 as it is now is right. the limit. And these are going to be expensive engines, and we'll focus on cutting weight or, or whatever. You can throw a turbo on it and have a really make fun your life car a lot and, easier. No, of course, you know. And I, I, I'm 100 percent with you. I mean. And not have to engineer out 600 pounds somehow. But I guess for me, for some reason, there's this romantic thing of, like, the cars that were. And, mm-hmm. and so I think to myself, well, I want that. Like, yeah. I have my 2316 valve Cosworth that I'm building a full mm. uh, Evo 1 conversion into. Really? So I have full Evo 1 flares. Cool. Does that work? It's completely uh, – it does. <laughs> it does. But the problem is once you put Evo 1 flares on, you have to tub the whole thing and clear oh. the – because the, the inner arch radius is the same size as the flare. Oh. So you're driving, like, a – yeah, four by four. And then it's like, for me, I'm like, I want a DTM car. Yeah, so, you need to actually cut it. Well, that's what I had to do with the Mustang, yeah. but that's how you end up. You, ha- you just go You end up, it. people are like, ha over fenders, and you're like, 20 grand in body work. Yeah, to exactly, make this work, right? I always just bolt those flares on. It, yeah, totally, just bolted them on. Just, there's yeah, no some problem. guy that's like super hater on my Instagram, and anytime someone, anytime I post a picture of my Mustang, pictures of my Mustang are the most popular things I post on Instagram, bar none. Mm-hmm. People ask about the flares because they look riveted on. They're not. Right. They're not riveted on. They look it. They're not. <laughs> and they go, where do I buy those flares? And someone's like, someone, some this super hater right. responds, oh, you just get them here. They're just bolted on. And then every time I had to respond, not because of the hater, but because I don't it, want it this guy to, to get fucked. Right. To think... To, to start cutting up his car and go, oh, you just buy these and put them on. I'm like, no, you, it, it took it's like, not that easy. No, it took a bunch of smart guys six months to make these work. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't <laughs> no, me. I know that one. I yes. worked really hard so I could write a check to someone else who works really hard at that thing. Amen, you know, right? I don't, I support local business. No, it is. It's, but it's, it's, it's incredibly difficult and that's, but that's something like that car right there. I could easily turbo it and do all that. But mm-hmm. I want, but I personally, I want to build it into a two five sixteen valve throttle bodies DTM. You know, I want to keep the dog leg box. You know, Gertrude. I wonder if you could like, get like an AMG, like a C thirty six motor. You know what I mean? I ha- we have a customer right now building wheels for who has a full C sixty three AMG. Uh-huh. Cut, cut the body off. Put a 190 on it with Evo 2 flares. Stop it. Yeah, insane. So it looks like an, a 190 Evo 2. So the Evo full 2. chassis and stuff is a C63? Correct. What? Insane. Yeah, did I know. Like, did he like have to shorten the wheelbase or is it like nope, close it's enough? Flares, and then he, and then of course we have to build <laughs> wheels that are like, can you make uh, a, you know an eight with a you know seventy one offset you know positive? And you're like, what are you building? It's like, and then you see it, you're like. Oh yeah, it's the wrong body on the wrong car. <laughs> we can make wheels for that. But I mean, I'm incredibly excited. I mean, this is one of the coolest projects. And this is like Did he build like a kind of like a, a tube frame cage and then put the body on that? Uh no, I mean it's, it's all suspension. Whole... It's insane. It's a, it's so, so cool. Crazy. I mean, it's so cool. And this is the stuff where of course as an enthusiast for me, customers send you emails, right? And they're like, yeah. "Hey man, I'm looking for sponsorships." And most of the time it's like, "Eh." Then every once in a while they're like, "Oh gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap." I don't have any money, man, but I'll hook you up. We'll figure something out, yeah. you know, because this is 
there's just such cool stuff oh, is this, happening. Is that it? Or is that your car? And no, that's not my car. Oh, but okay. this is actually. Oh, that looks like it. Those this, are new wheels. Yeah. No, this is it. Well, those are oh. my wheels. But yeah. No, no. But they're they're the wheels off of a new C63. Right. I think. Fuck I me, think that might be the car. I'm dope. pretty sure. But it's it's phenomenal. I mean, it's, if I had it's, to guess, I would say that's the car because, or at least something like that, because that's gonna be cool as shit. <laughs> it is gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it's tough. I mean, like with car, you know, stuff like this, it really is truly custom. I mean, we're talking like as bank. far as. Brake measurements, everything else we have to do is just. Yep, that's the I car. Know. That is the car. <laughs> that's the it's car. the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So good for them. But this is fun stuff, man. I love this. I mean, this is. It's it's cool, and this is why I do what I do because it's fun, and you get to yeah. experience these things. But you know, it's cool to get to like you know when you meet super weird engineers like this who are building some crazy shit. It's kind of nice to get to be a part of that build too, right? Oh, yeah, because I could never do that. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, but you're just as involved by handing them a set of wheels, aren't you? Well, to a certain degree, sure. And I'm just as in trouble, too, if they don't, you know, fit. Oh, but that's true. It, 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 there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. I mean, it's, the wheels are so freaking expensive. And then it comes down to these, these little details that make them mm-hmm. fit or not. And it's, it's you know, it, gets, it is tough. So, I mean, it's just a matter of kind of running through different things and checks, you know, checks and balance, making sure everything's good and then. Kind of, kind of going for it, but is that um, is that one ninety any good out of the box? I've never driven one. It actually. is. It's, it's it's like an E thirty. You've driven an E thirty M three. Yeah. So a Dodge Caravan could beat you off the start. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. Fast. No, but it's like um, it's all about the uh, the forty to eighty mile an hour range, right. kind of. Yeah. Because in back then, in the golden years of DTM, it was all momentum. You mm-hmm. watch these guys like jumping, you know, they just. Because as soon as they slowed down, they couldn't catch back up. Yeah. So it's just full on all the time. So in like Angeles Crest open sweepers, it's probably very nice. And in the tight yes. hairpins, it's it's got nothing. It's t- unless you're just yeah, you know, revving yeah, yeah. out. But yeah, it's E30 M3s aren't fun in hairpins either. No. E30 M3s in open sweepers though are very nice, fantastic. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. you're up there, so you're already up there. Yeah. You're just having fun, kind of sliding the car 100%. around. And that's kind of what it is. It's a little bit different because it's a sedan and it's like this Mercedes. It's just it's it's a little silly, but it's just so neat. And and they only brought twelve hundred of these cars over the two three sixteen. Oh, they're super cool looking. And you know, my favorite's the Evo One. Luckily, it's the same bumpers and everything and skirts and cladding. Mm-hmm. So all I did was add the front spoiler, rear spoiler, flares, and cut like three inches out of the fender until I was like, oh, it doesn't look cool unless I tub it. <laughs> So, um, Thaddeus, we were talking about. There's a, there was a, an, an E, three hundred CE, three point four AMG. You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Bet you haven't. No. Thad found one in Dubai. They made twenty five of them. It's the the two door pillarless three hundred CE coupe, which okay. we got here is a three twenty CE right. in Europe. And then it was a three a stroked engine to three point four. Timmy, it's three hundred CE coupe, three point four AMG. There it is. That's the one oh, we were looking. We were looking for this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole wow, zoom out. We we're looking for this thing the whole last show because one is for sale in Dubai right now for like sixty Gs. Yeah, I want to see my buddy. Miles. You, you know those wheels we did. I don't know if you know the, the Dakubus wheel. It looks like uh-uh. it's like a split five spoke. Oh, I haven't seen. We that. did with an. Uh, it's an Australian guy who races this like amazing. Um, have you ever, I, if you look up Dakubus, you'll see his race car, and he builds it. Was it one twenty nine? I think, but mm-hmm. it's an older coupe with these crazy wide flares. It looks like an old Mampi race car. Cool. And and uh, we did a collaboration with him on one of our wheels, just because he's a s- small shop, really cool guy, and like us, it was just oh, this is badass. Yeah. This guy's racing this old Mercedes. Let's make some wheels. Oh, How do you spell that? D K U B U S. 
Oh, it's just, just like it sounds. Check out this car, though, Matt. Look oh, at this car. Oh, wow. what is that? Oh, it's the fuck me. Come on. So this man. is a this is an S uh, an S uh, what is it? Um, SLC. Yeah. A four fifty SLC maybe. Right. I just drove the three eighty SLC and it was slow as balls, but it looked hot. That my friend looks hot. Is that an actual track car? Uh, this will be a track car. He actually does, does race. Look tough. He actually has a full built race car. He does hill climb racing wow. in Australia, and uh, it's just so we're looking at a four fifty SLC, which is the hard top SL from the eighties, widened over fenders, fifteen fifty two wheels, big stagger looks like. Yeah, huge. It was like thirteen. Did he wide did he there. cut up underneath those oh, fenders yeah. as well? Cut, so welded, that has some, that has like, some travel to it as well. That insane. can insane amounts of travel that I mean, you can is, see it's like yeah there's wheel gap but it's yeah. not wheel gap for like yeah you know, i would have given that guy car. wheels it's gangster yeah the, so i mean the one bad thing about those cars is the gearbox is yeah he does he changes a bunch of stuff out now in australia they got much cooler ones of these than we did did they oh yeah oh they got the european engines yes. so they got the they got the and better trans. engines so if you look at that's actually the other car you just saw was his car on the dyno that's um, his race car that's his race car right there Wow, but very I mean, cool. I, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's a his that that looks like the Mercedes version of my Mustang. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. It sort of does actually. Yeah. That quarter window and everything. Oh wait, kind can of you coupe. go to the left? What is that horsepower figure? We can't read it. Damn it! It's big. <laughs> <laughs> See that blue line? Yeah, that, means, that, that line goes big. up. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Mike took off the left side. That's awesome. Good job, Mike. Um, yeah, someone photoshopped that badly. Um, um, good for him though. That I'd have given that guy wheels. So That's we did, a winner. we did a collaboration with him. So it was like a so it's his own design that we worked with. So it was, we launched it for him in a, in a in a way and kind of had a lot of fun doing it. So, um, but yeah, he actually has what I was getting at is he actually has one of those uh, I, I believe one of those cars that that. Whatever it is, the, the 300 uh, CE, the 3.4s. Yeah, With it was the only like box flare kind of yeah, type it thing. Awesome. It's just insane. So cool. This those, is white. I wish I bought one of those when nobody wanted them at all. Just but like that's everything the way else. It is. Exactly. That's life. When nobody wants them, nobody wants them. I got lucky on a few things. Yeah. You know? So I got I I bought my S you know my O2 SL for a good price and they're on the way up I think. They all the 70s and 80s Mercedes are just starting to mine's skyrocket. The, mine's the very end of that. The last of the boxy. Still. Did I say O2? It's an L1. I don't know why I said O2. Eh. Lie about my own cars here. <laughs> um, oh, I have to turn my telephone back on now because I asked. I, I said on Facebook that you were going to be here. Ah. I got a bunch of questions from people. Oh, boy. But I turned my phone off so as not to be rude. I see. I see. Fuck that. that I keep looking at that Mercedes. Have you seen the the rally car? Oh, yeah. It's the Mercedes. That's amazing. Can you look C up the, the C Mercedes SL? C107. C107 rally car? Yeah. That shit was hot. With the lights and everything. Yeah. It's such a cool car. There you go. Get a, get a good picture of sideways on dirt. That's what we're looking for there. Yep. There it is. That's the fucking tits. Wow. Wherever that rally is, I want to be there. Yeah. That's lovely. What is that? Monte Carlo? France? <laughs> Spain? That looks I have no idea, awesome. Awesome. I could see it being Italy or something. Who knows? I don't know. The, the, the automatic gearbox makes those cars... No fun at all. Exactly. But, but uh, I'm sure someone could figure out a solution. Wow. Wait, hang on. Uh-oh. Had an internet problem. Bullshit. Internet problem. There we go. There we go. I'm just... I have not... Uh, I've not... I've not pre-screened these. Someone wants free wheels. Of course. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Have I ever tested any rally or rally cross-style shock and spring combos? 
on an otherwise stock suspension, I what would be other if you put coilovers or something on it? I don't think that's nah, no. But I'm building a safari car. <laughs> okay, here's a question about wheels. Uh, Trevor wants to know: Are there any structural advantages or disadvantages of monoblock versus multi-piece forged wheels? Uh, structural. Get a little closer to the microphone for me. Structural. Yeah. Um, or other advantages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, theoretically, I mean, multi-piece wheels were designed. I mean, a long time ago for racing, so that they're modular. You're creating one specific center, and you could change out different lips and barrels and such. Uh, I mean, modern race cars, a lot of them you will see running monoblocks because they theoretically can get them lighter to a certain degree uh-huh. because you don't have the use of hardware and those types of things. Um, but uh, I mean, advantages Does it make them more reliable too. We don't really have wheels coming well, apart, do we? No, that's not a problem we have. Not anymore. really. No, I mean, not necessarily. But I mean, at the same time, it's hard, right? When talking about this type of stuff, structural in terms of race cars. Well, these race cars don't run their wheels for the whole season, right? True. I mean, they're running for two or three races and they get retired. Yeah, in best case scenario or worst case scenario, they're in a series of rotation with 20, right. 30 other wheels, you know. Exactly. So it's like you're not going to see that type of fatigue uh, through a wheel in terms of multi-piece or, or you And know. what about on a streetcar? Doesn't matter? Uh, on a streetcar, I mean, of course, a three-piece is nice. You bend a lip, you replace a lip. Yeah. You know, you bend a monoblock. I mean, you can definitely bend it back, but you crack it. I mean, a forged wheel, as soon as you weld on a forged wheel, the metallurgy changes like crazy as opposed to a cast wheel, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the molecular structure is so much closer together. As soon as you start heating that up, you're basically reheating it again, like heat treating it. It becomes crazy brittle. Yeah. It's like guys who go out there and anodize their forged wheels, where they're going to go ahead and break in half as you start driving on them. It's it's You don't want to heat oh, up a wheel. Really ha- that happens if you anodize a forged wheel. Oh yeah, you don't want to anodize a forged wheel, okay. especially hard anodized or any sort of like heat. So what or, would you? So what do you just powder coat? Well, powder, powder coat, coat but majority paint? of mo- yeah, majority of motorsport stuff is they're painting. The reason being the reason they're painting is just because it keeps the structure together. You know, mm-hmm. much especially in a forged production or magnesium, you can't. You know, it's it's a paint type process. Yeah. Um, what you know, if you were looking at a set of wheels, you know that or se- several sets of wheels. You got a set of wheels that's, let's call it, you know, two hundred bucks for four wheels, and then a set that's eight hundred bucks for four wheels, and then a set that's like twenty five hundred bucks for four wheels, and then a set that's ten thousand for four wheels. <laughs> right. What What do you really work me from the bottom to the top in terms of what you're looking at, what you get for a set of wheels like at those kind of price points? I mean, let's face it, right? I mean. To a certain degree, DOT, all, uh, you know, JWL, VIA, all these different standards, TÜV over in Germany, all dictate whether a wheel is going to be safe or not. Theoretically, here in America, you can make a wheel out of cardboard and still sell it as a wheel. It's just the way America works. I wish there was more there in terms of manufacturing, but it's not. Um, so you get a lot of companies, you know, that are there. I mean, it's tough because some wheels are used for motorsport, some use, wheels are used for street. But in terms of like manufacturing, uh, you look at a set of four hundred dollar wheels. Let's say from a I don't need to name any companies, but certain companies that are there that are super low price point, you know what? It's going to be a decent, it's going to be a decent wheel at this point. You know, uh, technology's come far enough and the price points are there that you're going to get a decent wheel. It's probably not going to look very good. You're going to have dual drilled bolt pattern, you know, because it's easier for them to keep it in stock so they can sell it to two different cars instead of one. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, those are things you're going to get. And it's not going to be a brand that necessarily is, you know, as respected in the community. As what's right. there, you know, you, you step up, you step up to the next one. Sure, you get something that's a little more respected. It's pretty much the same price point. You step up to the next one, maybe you get a flow form wheel, something that's actually spun out. That's when you get to like you the twelve hundred bucks for a set, maybe. Um, 
Yeah, or my, more. My flow forms from well, they were HREs, so they're you know they're not. They're a little they're, more actually. They're a little more. Yeah. They're, so they're I probably two Gs for yeah. a set of four. Yeah. And that so, was on a vet, so. Yeah, exactly. And realistically, okay, so you're doing that, and it's going to be a little more money, but you're going to get a lighter weight wheel. Um, the quality is going to be. I mean, if they're nine, uh, you know, if they're going to be ISO nine thousand one approved, if it's a good quality factory, you're going to get a very similar quality product. Mm-hmm. You're just going to get necessarily maybe a slightly stronger product, a slightly slightly lighter product, and a better brand, better customer service. You'll get that type of stuff behind it because you're paying more for the product. Yeah. But theoretically, it's like saying, you know, are are you buying the deodorant that's uh, you know from from CVS brand? Or are you going to yeah. go ahead and like jump up to the you know organic one? Or you know, there are differences there. But of course, in the end, it's like they're made for the same purpose. Um, kind of like the FDA, it's like they're not going to let you die. I mean, yeah. you don't think so? I guess that's probably another argument. You'd hope, but, well, you'd hope. But yeah. You, but, but you know, who knows? So it just depends. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, so realistically, it it is it's difficult. You know, and it, but there's also and different the last pro- one up there. You're talking about Ford. Well, wheels. you get into ten thousand dollar wheels, but that's a whole like okay. So it's like six thousand is one thing, like fifteen thousand is another, right? Okay, it's, so wait, what at six thousand? What what comes into my head is like a three peach forged finished in a custom color uh, for a BMW M4. That's like, what I think is very like a $6, specific, wheels. like fit to your big brake kit with yeah. your specific offsets with all of your different details that you had to have. You know, and we deal with that. We have wheels that are. I want a gold valve stand. You know, yeah. I mean, we get guys. That, yeah, we get. We have, we've. I've turned people down before who've wanted so so many details that I just say, I probably will never be able to achieve your your level of perfection on what we're looking to do just because you want 12 different colors with carbon fiber this and everything else that like somewhere along the line there's going to be some sort of small blem and they won't cover it afterwards so it's just not going to work um so from if you go from your six thousand dollars yeah custom fit custom colored sure custom size custom offset from there to 15 what happens from there, fifteen. You is get a, a gold chain and 50, like I mentioned, 50, you know, I mean, no, in a, in it literally it, is fifteen a one-off wheel design. Um, I don't know of many companies that are doing just one-off wheel designs. The engineering and programming, you know, if you are doing FAA analysis, if you really are running through the, the engineering side of things to make sure things are like, you know, legit. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into these wheels. I mean. You know, so it's yeah. like, sure, one-offs are great and things, and we've done little things here and there for certain companies, but a $15,000 wheel, honestly, it's just, it's just a brand name. Yeah. It's just like saying, well, why would you buy a shirt from this guy besides this guy when it's 12 times the price? I completely understand. Watches, my friend. There you Watches. Go. There you go. Seiko tells time just as well as a Rolex, if there not you go. better. And that's the thing, you know, and you get to a point where it's like, you kind of reach a threshold, right? Well, this is good. Mm-hmm. Anything below this is kind of eh, not so good, but this is good. Yeah. Anything above that doesn't really do anything better. Yeah. It just either looks better, it feels better. There's details there, the community that you like. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, you know. They, at what point to you, if you're if you're the customer mm-hmm. instead of the salesman, at, right. w- at what point to you do the returns become? Diminishing once you pass flow form, maybe, or once you pass a monoblock forged, or I don't think so because for me it all depends on different cars, right? Is like, it all just relative? If you if you're spending five thousand on a wheels for a car that's worth ten, you've surpassed. Yes, you know? I mean we have. I do that though too, so I can't say anything. Wrong. I can't it's your say your responsibility as, right. the, as the owner of the company, you know. <laughs> and I and I love some of these ten thousand dollar cars. I love so yeah. so it's very difficult in that side of things. But I mean, it really just comes down to personal preference because I've got cars that are super expensive that run nothing. 
you know, very inexpensive wheels, but I've got cars that are worth not very much, but I had to have a, you know, 14 by whatever three piece, you know, and, and that's, and it just costs more money, you know, but I think it's, I think to a certain degree, it just depends on the car. I don't think everybody has to have some crazy forged wheel and have to have these different things. I think if the wheel looks good and it's good quality and it's from a brand that you trust and they're, you know, they'll take care of you regardless of what's there, you know, I think it's, it's good. You know, I mean, wheel's a wheel at this point, you know, to a certain degree. Just Yeah, the the, the, pro- the manufacturing processes have been more or less established. Yeah. I mean, there's different ways to do it, but... Well, if you would... There's the, I'm sorry. The standards have been established. Yes. And if you meet the standards, you're going to get a wheel of yes. you know, reasonable most, quality. For the most part, yes. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. A lot of people downplay, because all of our forged wheels are manufactured in the U.S. All of our cast wheels are manufactured in Asia. Some people get frustrated about that, but... In reality, you can't make a four. You can't make a cast wheel in in, in the U.S. Yeah, and even if we, you we could, got priced out of that. And even if you could, though, like some guy started a new foundry. I don't know if I'd trust him because the guy over there, you know, in Taiwan's been making wheels for Porsche for the past ten years. Well, I'm going <laughs> to trust him more than some new guys is made in the USA, and it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate, but it's just the yeah, way you want to give the played. American guy a try. I want you'd to order a so sample, bad, right? You'd order a sample, yeah. I but, try any, then, anything that appears high quality and is made in America. I but will a wheel try. is so much different because you can't do the appears high quality That's thing true. until all of a sudden you're you know. So it's difficult. Well, there's your standards. If yeah. it meet, what if it meet, if it meets the standards, or there are other factors. But that's the whole like, thing too. Is DOT doesn't mean anything. Oh, they're not. Look are, at what you're yeah. doing. You know what I mean? It's like oh, he's yeah. not. He's not doing. They're I mean, not theoretically, doing I could sell paper mache wheels until they blow apart and people. You know, and it, it, it doesn't. There's nobody really. But the BBB s- will come after you. Correct you. That's that's pretty right. Right. That's pretty much it. So, right. So the, the U.S. is a little more difficult, but you know, I mean, it's tough. That's why TUF is so important and all those different things over in Germany and yeah. you know European. But universe. you guys do that shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, we test to TUF. We yeah. test to, to JWL, VIA, all those different things. I mean, it's it's difficult making wheels, but at the same time, yeah, we test to all of those things. We're in an ISO nine thousand one approved factory. All of our forged wheels, we do all FEA analysis, engineering, everything in house before anything gets produced. I mean, it's it's it's. There's a lot behind that shit. There is. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of there's the loads on you know the math of the loads on the of wheels course. and tires is and you crazy. got guys like oh hey can I get a set of Turbo Max seventeen by eight and they're gonna put them on a freaking Mack truck and you're like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. we didn't yeah. know that you know and all of a sudden it's like uh, don't put some small wheel it's not yeah, low all rated of a sudden for your someone's car, going these you know? wheels are shitty and you're like oh you put them on a fucking Super Duty on a freight train you know yeah. it's not supposed to be there which so, actually yeah. someone anyway. someone uh, the last question before we get out of here so what is do you have the most ridiculous request you've ever gotten to make a set of wheels for some Somebody, either sponsored or otherwise. The most ridiculous, huh? I guess. Um, that's a tough one. I mean, I mean, I mean, to be honest, a lot of stuff. The most ridiculous stuff usually comes from Ken Block. <laughs> I mean, funny. I love Ken, but it's always like this the thing where it's like, go, uh, "Can you make something for an S an RS two hundred? I got this project. Oh yeah, you got a project? Yeah. What is it? Can't tell you. Okay, cool. Uh, what's it got? Brakes. What kind of brakes? They're secret. Okay, cool. Um, well, uh, you know, gosh, what offset do you need? Really wide. You know, it's like, well, you know, there's never like anything specific and it's super difficult because you're trying to figure these things out and we're all working on it together, but it's because Ken just goes insane. I mean, look at the Hoonicorn. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's... It's not a car that's off the right. shelf. It's yeah. like let's just let's uh, we're gonna dream thing that doesn't exist exactly. And yeah. I think that really, 
Ken is always that person really more than anything because it's always this thing where I've, we've gotten to a point where we're like, please send us the hub of your vehicle right. and the brakes so we <laughs> yeah. can make sure that we get Just this correct. Just send us a box with a hub and literally, a brake on it. Literally, yeah. we do that. That's no joke. so funny. No joke, because it gets to the point where like the first Gymkhana 3, after Gymkhana 3, we did Gymkhana 4, uh-huh. and he was like, oh yeah, no, we're running Ford F-150 hubs, 5x135, you know what I'm like? Is that what's on the that Hoonicorn? Not anymore, no, no. That's like Corv- you know, Corvette-type stuff, hubs uh. and stuff. But on, on this previous car, the Fiesta that he was running, yeah, it had like That's Ford so F-150 funny. hubs, and I'm like, wait, what? That's My back pad isn't even big enough to fit a PCD that large. The largest is Porsche at 5130. Why do you need a 5135? You know, it's like, well, that's because so that's what funny. rally cars use or that specific build. So, well, did that help you get you the know, knowledge to build actual race wheels now? Uh, very much so, but they're all very different. Yeah. But I mean, um, you know, it's it is it's it's crazy. But be, being small, it's like we don't have the budget that OZ and all these other companies yeah. have to do this. But I mean. We're having fun, and we're chasing after it, and we're yeah. gonna, we're going to do some cool stuff. So the cars look good at Gatabel and like thousand horsepower Lancia Integrale. Did you see the shit? Fox body by the way with the Viper engine, big turbo on our wheels with uh, the with the no, full group like B that. with the full group B shells that come no. off? Like Can look you, up look up M I C H A E L R E Y E S Michael Reyes. Uh, no, that's gonna come up with a lot of yeah. Garbage. That didn't work. Look up Mustang, Michael Reyes, or <laughs> oh, or, boy. or look oh, up. Boy. Uh, sorry, actually, you can look up. All right, that might work. Group B look up Vipox. Look up Vipox Mustang. Uh, V I P O X. Hope the audience really likes this segment. I know. <laughs> oh wow. Oh that. Oh yes. You know, I did see like that just at SEMA. Beast mode. Yeah, and all of that, and then it's got fucking phantom lights on it. You know what I mean? I know. Some people know need to know when to stop. <laughs> But that's a Gatbill <laughs> car. It's literally, a, it's literally a two-frame chassis with a big... It's very cool. It's just Gatbill. It's Gatbill, it's though. It's Gatbill. We need to go. We'll get an Airbnb. All right. Like, when is it? What time of year? Do you know? Uh, there's a couple different ones. One's on the ice. One's in the summer. Is there one in June? Probably. Because I got tickets to Pearl Jam in Amsterdam in June. Maybe I could two-for-one it. <laughs> Jeremy, Seriously. Jeremy's spoken. Let's do Seriously, this. Seriously, okay? dude. Jeremy's spoken Gatbill <laughs> in a fucking two-frame Fox body. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm down. Thanks for coming in, Crook. Yeah. Good fucking show, buddy. Lots of fun. Thanks for coming down, dude. Of course. I, I appreciate it. Uh, what do you want to plug? 1552 Wheels? 1552, my amazing wife. You know, I got married, so I have to Congratulations. Say Thank you. I'm engaged uh, now. I'm about, I'm on the way. Yeah. You know? It's big, man. If you need help, let me know. I Yeah. How do I not spend $100,000 <laughs> and still have something fun? We'll talk is after. Is that possible? Yeah, it actually is. is we it? did an amazing wedding. All right, cool. We'll good, circle so. back on that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's 15 written out in English yep. and then the number 52.com. Yeah. Um, they make wheels that look like they go on DTM and Group E cars yep. and Ken Block's cars. Yeah. And then they have a Fuchs-ish wheel for yep. uh, Magnus Walker's cars. Yes. Yes. Not a bad gig, huh? No, it's fun. And I need to see before you leave the rendering for rally for a Porsche rally car. It's coming. Must see. Yes. Must see. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Crook. I appreciate it. The Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. All you need is a thing to speak into and a connection to the internet and hopefully something to say. Thanks, guys. I will see you next week. Thanks to uh, Matt Crook for coming in. Timmy! Goodbye.